All right. Uh, I don't know if anyone's watching right now. This isn't going to, but I'm just going to say this for people who will watch the recording or the podcast. Forewarning: This is not going to be record or be edited. So, like, be prepared for like a lot of side talk or whatever. But we're just gonna like we're just here to celebrate our our second birthday and uh and just have fun so again if you're listening to the recording of this and you expect this to be polished and finished i got something to tell you it's not going to be so uh but i hope you stick around and listen we got you know we're just going to shoot the shit about this last year we have a couple announcements to make and then we're just going to answer questions of people here too and so we'll see if someone's connect i see two waiting oh i see a comment oh hold on i gotta mute this because oh, i there's like been... a lag sorry i'll do my taxi hey Oh, thank you, Thanks, Mike. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Thank you. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we got one person watching Discord. We got another person watching the YouTube chat. And if any of you guys have questions or comments or whatever, feel free. So the first thing, uh, thank you, everyone, for joining. Thank you, you guys, for playing in the games and coming here and shooting the shit with us. To those of our brothers who could not make it, uh, we shed a tear for you and we drink in your memory. At least some of us drink in your memory and we'll pour a little 40 on our floor if you don't have carpet or an expensive floor. <laughs> and um, we'll talk about you in, in a good way when you're not here. So, yeah, this the second year was kind of a crazy year, man. Like, it definitely, if you compare, like, our first year to our second year, I think our second year, I feel like, is when we started sprinting. Uh, when in the first year, we were still, like, building our cardio and learning how to jog. Well, I think that a good thing to start off with to talk about is cold brew fucking coffee. Cold brew coffee is the official sponsor of Twin Cities by Night. What? Meaning that just I'm not talking about Starbucks cold brew. I'm just talking about cold brew, period, it's and not, beer. Yeah, yeah, not. and beer. It's not. Oh. We would very much welcome a partnership with Starbucks and or Tim Hortons or other. <laughs> yeah, or other. Yeah, yeah. You know, like everyone's like, you don't want a White Wolf partnership? Fuck no, I want a Starbucks cold brew partnership. You know what I mean? That's what I'm looking for here. So the first thing that uh, we will be talking about is um, is Twin Cities or is uh, World of Darkness: The Ultimate Evil. I keep clicking back between my tabs because I want to see the first one. Give me one second. You want to see right, the first? So. One? No, no, no! I got two tabs for like the YouTube, ch the actual video, and I'm not, I'm not gonna look at it until I, I get told to look at it. So we got, we, we got this handled. I'm just like overwhelmed by technology. The cold brew hasn't kicked in yet. All right, so let's talk about World of Darkness: Ultimate Evil. So, uh, before we do, I just want to kind of give everyone, like, 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 basically a quick history lesson on World of Darkness for those of you, the Ultimate Evil, those of you who don't know. Is originally when I thought started like formulating the idea for that game, I wanted to run a really campy, like cheesy um Hunter the Reckoning game that took place in Bismarck that kind of like made fun of Bismarck, North Dakota. And it was actually for those of you who watched uh, or listened to the Ultimate Evil, it was gonna be where like these the, this hunters group or whatever the fuck you call it, Hunter the Reckoning was gonna stay in these uh, those apartment complexes that you actually saw a couple of the characters in the Ultimate Evil go and and talk to someone named Johnny Vaughn and but like that kind of shot the idea to the group and the group kind of like rolled their eyes and rightfully so was like, well, well, we, we, we <laughs> have had many things that we were like, let's play some cheesy campy game. And then turns in way more serious. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's true too. Also, yeah. Hunter the Reckoning. Who wants to play Hunter the Reckoning? Oh, you dude, you just don't piss someone off. Like, there's gonna be like 20 down votes. I love Hunter the Wrecking. It's the best game ever. I mean, if I want to play Hunters, I want to play like real Hunters without any powers. 
Oh man, right now Adam. Yeah, right now. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We'll be talking about that later in our announcement section. Anyway, so um, <laughs> uh, so then I was just kind of stuck. I was like, okay, well, I'll try to run a Mortals game that takes place in the old world of darkness. But there's really, you know, I don't know. And then Slavic's like, dude, why don't you just run Chronicles of Darkness? Like, like, and I'm like, what? I don't know. It's a new system. I don't know shit about the Chronicles of Darkness games. And he like. Yeah, he, what's that? Oh yeah, he Rock literally, yeah, he literally, <laughs> he literally, um, he literally like gave me like a three hour presentation on what Chronicles Chronicles of Darkness Blue Book is and the rules and like why it's such a great <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, go ahead, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, feel free to and uh, Slavic, yeah, and so he's like just like like telling me about it and i started getting like like i was getting converted to some off the wall religion dude and i was like really 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 like all that world's answers questions were being answered for me and so i rapidly um i rapidly like ordered the book off of amazon i i literally had the game already idea in my head at that point I, all i needed to do was read the fucking book i read it like in two nights and and then we started the game and originally the ultimate evil was just going to be a game where like slavic and and Adam B, aka Mitch, aka Alexa, aka whatever the, f all these other different characters who's who's not here today, um, it was going to be him joining our group, and it was just going to be them too. And then it was going to be a game if, at that time, the other players who were part of our group, if they wanted to jump in, they could. It was it was going to be super casual because I really wanted it to be like this experimental, like really like character driven small interaction like like really tried to like push this stuff that i you know just test things as a storyteller like after the first session all of a sudden i was talking to like mitch and and slavic we're like should we get a couple more players man like like i really feel like like this could be pulling a couple more players and and um like like new players because and we we end up sending like a thing out on reddit facebook whatever like hey looking for a new player and uh, we had a couple people, uh, uh, we, well, more than a couple people who apply. Uh, I hate saying apply. It sounds so fucking like, apply for it. Blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, it's a privilege just who wanted to shit. play, I guess. Yeah, who wanted to play and that we were basically had a questionnaire we sent out. And we ended up having Andrew, who at the time had been like, when we started the White Wolf Media page, had been like a guy who frequently commented on there and who we had asked to be a mod with us. And he was being a mod for the group. And then... um a guy named Adam who saw a thing on Reddit and who basically jumped on and was like, Hey, and, and then they started long story short, this game just like went from being like this experimental, like see, you know what I mean? Like I really thought, I remember thinking Slavic and Mitch hated the game after the first session because it was so slow compared to like vampire, the masquerade and shit. And I just thought they bombed. I, I thought I totally fucking bombed. I remember like, after being done, like because at that point <laughs> I thought it was our best session in any game ever. <laughs> like that first ultimate evil session and chris was completely freaked out he thought it was the worst session ever and that you know <laughs> we're gonna have to cancel the game or something i thought i was gonna have to cancel it because like i got done i, th I really thought that mitch and slavic hated it i just because they were really focused and that's what it was in retrospect they were focused but i thought oh man they're quiet as fuck they this is really bombing i just remember being done and sitting down the stairs and be like fuck 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 i bombed and then all of a sudden like Mitch hits me up. He's like, dude, I had a fucking blast. I'm like, really? So I hit Slavic up. I'm like, hey, I feel like I bombed. What do you think? And Slavic's like, dude, I loved it. And I was like, oh shit. And it just kind of like put this like new motivation in me as a storyteller because I was like, man, really, I can like explore more shit in this game. 
And one thing that I like to hear from people who do enjoy the ultimate evil man, and that's almost like a, it's kind of like <laughs> when someone's like, I like the ultimate evil. I feel like a hipster. You know what I mean? Like, like, oh yeah, you like my hipster band? Like, like I, I love it because it gets that little like sense of like it's not that reckon much of a recognized game of ours because it's kind of like a smaller game line, and um, and to hear that people like it and it ended up becoming something really special, dude. Like, I made two new friends think, because of it. Go ahead. I think part of the reason just is because the uh, the game is so like character driven and it's not like oh you're supernatural and you have these supernatural powers. It's like they're just normal people and we're going about our normal lives and people like seeing, you know, characters that are relatable and, and driven by uh, more understandable motivations. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, that, 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 that game was, was to be honest of all the games I've ran is probably like the most closest to my heart. Cause it takes place in a town that I spent like four years of my childhood in. So like a lot of like those areas I described in the game, were like areas that I had been to a lot as a kid and I have this like nostalgia for it because I haven't been in that town in like fuck dude like 10 years man and I constantly think about it. it's weird it has a special place in my heart so like the capital grounds like even like the neighborhood that Amanda lived in and like and like the the, the truck stop and like all these are real places that I had been and and I'm not not to get too personal but had had actually been like like that truck stop that you guys went and, and Brian Eagle went to is the truck stop where my parents met you know what I mean? Like, 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 so it's like, like these different little areas and shit like that had, had significant meaning in my real life. So I get to tell a story there about it. And yeah, um, it makes a big difference when you're able to kind of utilize things that, uh, that are, you, you have a personal familiar connection with. Yeah. You can, you can put a spin on it that like uh, no one else can, you know, an outsider wouldn't be able to do it like you. Yeah. And, and, and I felt like as a storyteller too, like one thing that, that I did enjoy about that game. And, and I think, tr tr like transferred over to like Juarez and, and other games of ours and hopefully future games is that um I felt I was better I got better at improvising conversations with minor 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 NPCs you know what I mean not like every conversation with the NPC had to be like you know dramatic plot reveal you know what I mean or murdered prostitute named Brian or whatever you know like it was like I had it, it, it you know like just like common day conversations and it was actually really kind of uh, mind-blowing that the players were like looking for these small conversations you know what i mean instead of being like i want the big reveal instead of like i want to talk to my mom or, i want to talk to my white trash neighbor in the trailer you know what i mean or, i want to talk to like my my grandfather or this guy you know what i mean i'm like oh wow and i felt like it really gave me a chance to be experimental so i guess i will sum it up like my view of it i felt that game was really experimental you know what I mean, and I, and and I felt that it helped me sharpen some of my storyteller skills. I don't know. I mean, I don't know about what you guys. If I loved the little details about the characters, you know, uh, Alex's neighbor was hilarious. Uh, you know, the, the the whole scene with the with the Michael's mom was just, it was just so fun to role play. You know, it's not something you'll get, for example, in Vampire where the relationships are just very different. Yeah, I mean, because you are playing like an undead monster, yeah, so exactly. Yeah, yeah, and you know, like, dude, I don't, I don't give like every White Wolf game is a horror game at its core. I mean, people could debate that shit, but I mean, it's called the World of Darkness. They're all horror games, whatever. But Chronicles of Darkness, dude, playing a normal fucking mortal, it's so much easier to like make people scared than it is in other games you know what i mean like like there's like 
I, I thought I blew my wad as a storyteller in the what what session was it was the second session with the house. You know, I have two new players. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mitch couldn't make it to that game. And I didn't want to like I wanted it to be like a slow like hint of supernatural bent. And then I just like totally blew my wad because what what I had did as a storyteller is I had like these key points, like they're gonna find out about this. They, this will happen. If they talk to the prostitute, they'll find this out. If they talk to the ex-husband, they'll find this out. You know what I mean? Jay Bishop, they'll find this out and they'll find this out. But I didn't, I didn't, I I didn't officially put him in any any kind of order, but I always assumed looking at the house for some fucking reason was gonna be the last one. So I had this big dramatic reveal that I was gonna have in that house. And then like, oh, we're gonna go look at the house. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like so all this smaller like reveal shit. Yeah, and have a way of like, you know, oh yeah. Throwing a wrench what you want to do it's all good man like but i just remember thinking i blew my wad like like oh shit but then but then you know yeah like these players aren't going to be like jesus is it a thaumaturgist or is it a fucking chemistry being used it's like no they're like wondering why the fuck they saw like uh some some brutal shit like that but i don't know man i'm really number of things we don't know you know we're we're people we're not used to stuff like that so it's a different yeah yeah and it was fun to play through. I really enjoyed that. That being my first session, you know, in that particular game, I had never been on uh, any kind of online like YouTube game or anything like that. So I was super <laughs> nervous and drunk, drinking the whole time. I swear to you, I had at least like five, um, five double shots of whiskey during that game, <laughs> like <laughs> two before we started. So like, I drank a lot. <laughs> and that set the tone for the game. That's why there's a lot of yeah. shit. <laughs> cigarettes smoking session, in the game. And then the next session, I was drunk the entire game. Oh, man. I just, and I felt bad for Che, too, because I decided to use Che to like more progress, like the fucking, like the horror <laughs> elements, like the spiritual <clears throat> horror vision, you know what I mean? Elements of the game. But there, there came a, a, a point in the fourth session where I felt like I mentioned this earlier personally between us, I felt like I failed as I was failing as a storyteller because it wasn't exactly focusing on those elements at that time. So like, everyone's like, I'm going to the library to look at microfilm and I'm going to go talk to the junkie and I'm going to go fucking to look at my police database. And then it's like, Chase, like, uh, I'm going to look at the telephone book. If the guy's not in the telephone book, fuck, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I was, I, w- I was trying to get the point across to you when we were talking about it the other day is that like, it, it was actually enjoyable for me to play through those frustrations and his his inability to really like like contribute. He didn't know what he was doing and he was lost and he was confused and he's trying to help and he's having these weird visions and he was just stressed out. And so for me, it was more like this. It was fun because I'm playing through these like tribulations for this character. So like he wasn't he wasn't on top of things. He wasn't perfect. He was kind of, you know, just floundering around. And that was fun to play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, definitely. And, it didn't it, fail. It, it worked yeah. perfectly. Yeah. And one thing that I'm looking forward to eventually running this game again is the fact that there's like, like with Twin Cities by night, there's like a beginning, middle, end. Like I have pictured, like that's not a game I'm just going to continuously run for like till the end of time, you know, kind of thing. But this is a game that literally I could like think, I mean, I've already have like the second story arc already in my fucking head like it's like legitimately like already fucking done i got like the fucking whatever it already in my head because like and there's so many different ideas you can do with that setting and such a fucking amazing setting and i really had a blast running that running that game man i'll hold on one second i gotta tell some rugrats to shut up dad's trying to be out here give me one second 
Okay, so why don't we actually talk about something? Uh, what about... Uh, oh, yeah, let's talk about our first experiences with our game. So, you know, me and Andrew talked. So, how about you, Ben? Hmm? Got any insights? Oh, into the first game? Oh, yeah. Well, there's because I first started with the on Twin Series by Night. I got I got into the role playing like a few years ago, but I hadn't really been able to get like a, with a consistent group till till I met with Chris's. <clears throat> and so I remember when I first started, I was like, "Okay, let's see how this works. I'll give it a try. I haven't done this, you know, I haven't done something like this mm, yeah. in like a few months. So I was just like, let's just see how this goes. I hadn't I didn't know know what to expect." Yeah, it was great. I, 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 Twin Cities by Night, you know, is very special as a sort of great intro game that it, it was. Or well, it's still it's still going, and you know, we're planning on uh, just continuing the story. And Chris already has it all planned out how it's gonna end. He has all these like seasons that he wants to go through. <laughs> And, you know, we're like the good players we are. We're going to fuck it all up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be talking about that one coming here soon, man. Like, um, yeah, like, I, we to, to go back even before, like, with Quinn and Slavic and all that shit, I got really lucky, man, that I didn't fucking get, like, like, I got really lucky because I wasn't vetting shit, man. It was legitimately, like, I got, like, three dudes from online who were interested, and thank God they paid off because it really could have been some dude showing up with, like, Katana's dude and, like, you know what I mean? Face paint. They're like, I'm here Make to play the Stott stepbrother. <laughs> you know? Like, I, I, I don't know. Stott stepbrother? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I fucking know. Right? That's, is that they, something? They have a complicated family tree. I don't yeah, remember yeah. him having Katana's in that. Well, you know, this is like the modern day, like honorable guy. I don't know if you ever heard about him, but anyway, so yeah, like Ultimate Evil was a blast. I really loved it. The the second arc will happen uh after this next Twin Seas by Night arc. I guess we'll talk about that later, but um I really love it. It has a special place and we wrap that up. Only thing that I wish as a player that I would have done, I'm really working on that now, and I think I was able to do it in more is it is that I felt like I was rushing the ending because I felt at the time that I had too much of a weight on my shoulders, like 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 running Juarez and that we had diluted going on, and I was just like, I gotta end one of these games. And so I was like try to try to end uh the ultimate evil. And I felt like I like maybe it was like rushing it a little bit too much, where whenever we run the next arc, um I'm just gonna like let, do what we did with wars and just kind of let it grow on its own. And when it comes to its natural stop, it comes to its natural stop, and and we'll call it then. So, um, all right. So I think it's a good point to talk about what another game was was that we wrapped up this year was Victorian Age Vampire Diluted. And I think I'll actually hand this over to Quinn because um, this was actually the first time that we had where I kind of like was like, does anyone want to run a game? And and Quinn actually stepped up and said he had an idea. So Quinn, the, the, the mic is yours, sir. All right. So yeah, I don't remember exactly when the idea started in my head. I do remember like uh, we were, like I said, it was. I think we would at the time we were doing Juarez, and uh, I was it had Ultimate Evil started. I forget. Yeah, I think the Ultimate Evil had started because I think Ultimate Evil yeah, and Juarez was on started around the same time. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I remember. I, I just got started to get the idea in my head because I had a. 
I just, you know, they throw it on the edges. Does anyone else want to run a game? I thought, you know what? I think I got something. Because er- earlier I actually got the, the inspiration for it. I it came from actually a couple of video games I, I'm familiar with. One of them is called Bloodborne. It's basically where you, basically, it's a hack and slash game, basically, where you are in the a Victorian style city called Yarnum. And. The main the main point of the game is that you that you use blood as a means to like, heal yourself and but unfortunately it has a side effect of turning you into like this man eating beast and so there are a lot of themes like exactly except except more werewolf than uh, apparently because in the game like mo- most of the people turn to like mo- like straight up monsters more like uh, werewolves or something like that and then just so and then got even more elder and then they got even more we- and then they got more crazy back there. From there on, but that's just, that's side the point. So I ultimately, I just I, just, I love the uh, aesthetic of the Victorian uh, era. It's just you know, like the you know the smoky, like you know, small coal dust covering everything. That just the dirt, the grime, everything about it. Just and also it helps because like with a vampire, it's a very uh, the the you know that sort of time period is very associated with vampire because I believe like you know, Dracula, Dracula. original Dracula was a Came out like you know, like early. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember when it came out. At sometime in the 1800s, and during like a Victorian period, and so I just it's the the whole thing is sort of called to me, and so that's why I decided to set and in there. So, and then I did some more research into the so what year exactly should it take place in? So I wanted it to uh, be a little bit earlier than most Victorian games tend to be. So for so for example, like the game takes place in 1848, which is like about 50. It is technically part of the Victorian age, but this is like way before a lot of things happen, like before the Civil War, before you know, there's like you know, revolvers, before electricity is a thing. And so then I it all sort of like came together slowly over pieces. So that's like I knew I wanted to deal with something. I wanted to. I wasn't trying to do what Chris did, like have a bit more smaller game, focused more on people. I will admit, I was just a bit more. I've always been a bit more drawn to the supernatural aspect of the world of darkness because I always loved the idea that, yeah, like the you know the absolute craziness and some of the books, like you know the Dan Hannah stuff and all the rest. I'm like, yeah, okay, we can leave that in the past. We can leave that. Just ignore that. But I did like the idea that you know there there are some genuinely like you know supernatural stuff that is beyond just what he, normal people deal with on a day-to-day basis going around doing stuff yeah so I, I mean as a oh go ahead i'm sorry no, no, you go ahead no 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 i i, I thought don't no, keep going go ahead i don't want to i was also and this is why there's no... like, yeah it's great <laughs> yeah yeah that's all i was saying yeah uh, exactly <laughs> it fits in, in the you're right you're absolutely right it fits into the victorian setting really well and uh, it was really fun to play through. So I decided to, I can't remember how I decided on making it the snake oil thing, but I do remember I wanted to sort of deal with the idea that, you know, the, that when you, when a vampire drinks a person's blood, it's possible for them to be negatively affected that way. So then I just actually made up my own little uh, poisoning system, which didn't get, which got a little bit worked into it, but I didn't really get as much as I would hoped. So now I'll be able to work on that if I ever run this again in the, you know, the far future. You say if you know you're gonna run it again, dude. Get out of here, man! <laughs> like you're like you're like if I ever run it again, as you slowly like release letters written by Mithras, or you know what I mean in our Discord, you know, 
Like I know that I know that it's just because how else am I gonna play Melkavian? Goddamn, I'm trying to figure out Melkavian. I'm playing that game. Oh no! It's like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you already played Herschel. That was basically a Melkavian. <laughs> oh dude, <laughs> uh, fucking Herschel. Okay, like okay, a couple things to add to what Quinn said. First of all, man, like you know, Quinn was nervous as fuck, rightfully so, because this was the first time Quinn ran a fucking game, dude, ever. Like period. Not only is he running the game for the first time ever, period, he's running online, and we all know about online, and and, and online can be rough, so he's sitting there running a game, and I remember, like, and I, I mean, I'm not going to fucking lie, dude, as, like, myself, I was nervous a little bit, too, you know what I mean? Because it was, like, whatever, you can say whatever, you you know, I can sit here and lie and be, like, I was 100% confident right away, like, handing the, handing the, the reins to someone else on this channel, you know what I mean, was going to... You know, I was, there's a little, there's a little like, oh, this is my baby, don't drop it, kind of thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it was like, we got the katanas. Like, yeah, no. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you're like katanas for everyone. Yeah. Um. No, but like, I knew within like fucking ten or fifteen minutes, dude. Just like, like how you were describing London and shit like that, man. And like, like the your your description of it was just so fucking good, dude. You know what I mean? I I, I actually gave you a shout out. Uh, shameless plug. And the last Brian book club I did where I was talking about uh, Alan Moore's from hell and how Alan Moore and uh, Eddie Campbell, like basically like set the theme on tone of London very well, where it drew you in. And I felt you did that in Victorian age. Yeah. Yeah. Like your knowledge of London. I'm like, Oh, I'm like my dumb ass. Is it where it's, is Jack the Ripper anywhere? And you're like, dude, that's like 40 years from now. And you like know all these like areas of London and like all this shit. And I was like, holy cow, dude. Because like Quinn has a very different behind the this is like peak behind the curtain, like anyone gives a shit, but like Quinn has a very different like setup of storytelling than I do. And the fact that like he's like, all right, do some of your characters. And he's like, all right, we'll meet. And I'm just like, is he like in my head? I remember being like, fuck, I hope he's taking this seriously. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it was like he's very like, you know, everyone's different. You know what I mean? And yeah. then he shows up and he just starts telling this story. And like, holy shit, it was like so fun to play in. And like, like the timing was perfect because I just got done reading this Alistair Crowley book. And and I'm not a fan of the dudes. And and and, and people are going to like, oh, my God, magic with the K. You hate Alistair Crowley. What? And like, no, I'm not. Whatever. I just think Alistair Crowley's a spoiled <laughs> fucking guy who got a bunch of money from his rich daddy and became a piece of shit who tried to tell people he knew magic so he could get laid. I mean, that's, that's pretty, and get people's money. That and segues so, really, really nicely into something I was going to ask you to do is uh, talk a little bit more about Herschel because uh, uh, Lost Sojourner in the chat is saying how terrifying he was. Yeah, so with Herschel, and I felt bad with the first, when I first I I I wasn't sure, like, I knew what I wanted to do with Herschel, but I didn't want to do it right away because I didn't want to, like, like, like throw Quinn off his game. You know what I mean? Like a new storytelling, be like, hey, I'm going to have this disturbing character. You know what I mean? So I tried to, like, do the at Herschel. At, at first, I started to be like, oh, he's just this obvious con man, and he's a fake, and he's a fraud, and he's a wannabe. But then slowly I wanted to show that, like, he's a dude who's a piece of shit and he'll take advantage of whoever he wants to get what he wants. And that's what I think Aleister Crowley was in real life. So I wanted to make a character that I felt like I could explore those methods with. And, you know, I got to tap into a lot of things with that character that I like. I got to tap into, like, Ghoul's Fatal Addiction, which is, like, one of my fucking favorite books. You know what I mean? And, like, the whole Dominator ghoul relationship. I got to tap into how fucking vampires aren't good people, dude. Like, vampires no matter they still got the beast in them you know what i mean i got to tap into like how someone who's weak 
and a really weak coward, you know what I mean? And obviously he's a weak coward can still cause irreparable damage to people's lives and, and, and be it and, 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 and still get, and still get into power. You know what I mean? Just cause someone's weak and cowardly doesn't mean that they're still not a threat and they can't get anywhere. So it was like, uh, that was my, I guess that was my, I hope that answers the question, but that was my motivation. I really wanted to tap into a disgusting character, but I didn't want to be like edge Lord disgusting. You know what I mean? Like where it was like a yeah. eyes roll. I wanted to be like, top. yeah. Yeah, I wanted it to be like eerie. You know what I mean? I wanted to be like, 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 just disgust people. I really did, and I'm, and that's what vampires are. And they, you know, fucking dude, Alistair, or fucking Alistair Crowley, fucking God, Herschel Buckman is not the only fucking vampire like that. And I'd be even willing to say that like ninety five percent of the vampires in the world of the darkness are probably like Herschel Buckman, dude. You know what I mean? It's, ghouls and the way you handled them and how unnerving that was. That was yeah, I agree. That was pretty twisted and it kind of made uh like in character augie kind of like whenever he saw you with him just like this guy i don't like him at all like yeah i, I mean because other players felt like seeing that interaction like whenever when we were around it and out of character but it was it was disturbing you did a good job without being too much yeah i mean dude like there whatever the the game made me want to read this victorian age trilogy novel series that was that was written like in 2002 or some shit written by philip burrell i think his name is and there's this disturbing fucking scene like there's some disturbing shit in there like some fucking straight up like of all the white wolf corny fucking fan whatever novel fiction novels they released like like the trilogy the victorian age trilogy is definitely the best and there's this fucked up scene dealing with the tremere and his ghoul and i won't get into the 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 schematics of it but it definitely also inspired herschel's whatever i just want i just wanted to test that and i feel like also and i'm rambling now but i, I feel also testing that with herschel helped me um expand like npcs and vampire games i ran you know what i mean so it, it just i don't know it was it, it was it's also, it was awesome it's, also, it's, fu it's funny for also it's funny for me because i remember it's looking at it in hindsight now i realize i'm I just I tend to not go towards the more like you know the ooh that's that guy's more creepy thing. I did I don't I I do a bit more different style of it. And I noticed that especially like with the uh, Sir Horace Holden, he's definitely no. It's much it's much more interesting to see like the differences in like how like you know how you have because I one of the things I like about the Victorian thing is that especially with the Camarilla like you yeah you technically you're you're on the same side but really. When you get down to it, vampires—they're like there's there's just all this going on between them. They're trying to use each other, trying to you know, basically, uh, what can I get out of this person? Basically, can I do it without them hurting me? Basically, just like, or just like, and just you know, trying to find something really to do. Really well years of life. Guy. <laughs> he did it with like his name, um, oh, Daniel Solomon Hess. Yeah. Solomon Hess. No, no, no! It was his sire. Solomon was the one that died, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, Solomon yeah, yeah, yeah. Died. Daniel Locke was the sire. Daniel yeah, Locke. I think you did. Oh, okay. You really tapped into that with him, as like yeah. showing up and just like you're gonna do what I want, basically. And we're like, shit, we kind of have to because otherwise, you know, who's gonna care if we die? Yeah. Quinn by far ran yeah, just Elder Vampires. To... Go ahead. I want to interject. I really loved listening to um, Diluted. It had some really, really outstanding scenes. The one with um, Horace Holden 
um, basically setting up a trap in this, uh, I don't know, uh, in this shop. That was that was excellent. The cocaine store, Mitch's cocaine store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like to buy some cocaine. <laughs> but also, uh, one scene I absolutely loved was the first uh, feeding scene. So I think it was the end of the first night, and every character was like, "Okay, um, I'm gonna feed now." And it was the end of the session too, and I thought, "Okay, so they're all gonna roll perception something, and they get their two blood points, and they're completely derailed." Like. Every player tried to one-up each other with <laughs> being really, really edgelord. Like, I'm going to get a, a couple of prostitutes. I'm going to strip in front of my ghouls and then take blood from them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Jeez, Chris, you're dying over there. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the Herschel and me dying right now, dude, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, you need well. to stop taking hey, that. Hey, that's my decision. That's, yeah, that's my decision. You stay out of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. I was gonna, and that—that's a good point. I, I remember well because I had like kind of like a scene like that planned in my head, but it was kind of a one up because I think Mitch is like, wasn't Mitch like, I'm just gonna get a bunch of hookers and go party with like with yes, yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, but um, no, I was gonna say that like, we'll think about diluted. That was fucking for, well, well, a couple things. One. Joaquin, well, well, plays intimidating elders way better than I ever have. Period. <laughs> Point blank. You know what I mean? Like holding on the brick through the window scene and the whole like fucking condescending, like how you're just like here for me to fucking have fun with. Just like like it's so. I mean, it was scary in its own fucking way. And um, and I was gonna, oh, and a, and the second thing I was gonna say, uh, I was. Back when the game first started, or actually back when we first started putting podcast on, um, Brendan from Full Metal RPG was listening, and one thing one thing that he said that and he 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 listened to the story, but one of the first things he said was that at first when he heard Slavic have a Middle Eastern accent like Egyptian accent, he's at first like, oh, I'm not gonna be able to listen to this like this is just you know what I mean like gonna be like. I don't know if I should say this, but fuck it, I'm going to say, you know, like dressing up for a set, you know, we're talking about, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's going to be one of those games where it's like, oh, they're going to wear feather boas and pretend they're anime characters on camera while playing the actual play. No, but it was like, he's like, but after listening, he's like, holy shit, like you, you start, you stop, he, he's, and this was a compliment to Slavic. He was saying like, you stop forgetting that this is an accent that this guy's trying to do, you know what I mean? And it starts like, wait a second. This guy normally talks like this, right? You know, and like, and he said that, and I was like, "Oh wow, I'll tell him that." You know what I mean? And it's true because I felt like, I felt like the, the, the why I enjoyed the game so much is I felt like there was enough room to like grow our characters a little bit. You know what I mean? To like show what our characters are, but we're caught in this tide that we couldn't really control. You know what I mean? So it was a different kind of story than I was used to like running, and it was good. It felt like this, like really, like. Like a movie. It felt like a fucking hour and a half movie, even though we went seven sessions with it. You know what I mean? Like, it felt like this, but it was definitely beginning, middle, and end. You know what I mean? And I would have to say, by far, man, like, uh, and, and, I, and I'm not even, like, just saying this to say this, but I think by far that ending of Diluted blew away the endings of 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 the two Twin Cities by Night um, stories that I ran, just in the fact that, like, it was. I felt like an ending. It felt like the story's done. You know what I mean? It felt like it's completed. Like, 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 and I, I know you're gonna run it again, 
but but I don't feel like it has to be ran again. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like it's on its yeah. own and it's like it, it can it can stand by itself, but there's still room for other stuff. Yes, exactly. And I felt that was brilliantly done, dude. And I mean, I don't know if you know people listening don't know. I mean, I've gotten to know these guys on the side for two years now, and Quinn's very, very, very articulate and very fucking. And I'm just gonna say this, and I'm not like, um. I should probably take you out to dinner before I compliment you this much, dude. But you know, <laughs> he like he—he's he, a very intelligent guy, man. He's very fucking intelligent, man, and and he and he likes reading, and he like and he likes listening to stories, and he—he's kind of soft spoken, but he—he—he's really came by the way came out of his shell a ton from when like I first met you. You know what I mean? But um. And I felt deluded, just like blew me away, man. Because it went from this like, oh, I'm nervous someone else is gonna be running the game to like where now I'm like, oh, you want a game? You want to run a game? You want to run a game? And like, I'm that confident now, like in everyone, and that that you know what I mean, that people can run games for our groups because, man, dude, that fucking game was fun, dude. And like, I kind of like am bummed out that I can't play Herschel Buckman again, but I feel um, oh, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I just yeah I know, but I'm just like yeah I agree what you're saying. I just I you like to make characters that are that are very controversial within the group. You like to you like to cause like inter party conflict. I I think Herschel had a good ride. He's not the kind of vampire who makes it for long. Yeah, yeah, I don't. That's that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I, I, I mean, we'll talk about Changeling. You know what I mean uh, later. But it's like, yeah, maybe you're right. I'm like, I'm really, I'm not gonna do that. Well, never. Mind. Hold on, I don't want to say anything. But uh, yeah, I'll keep that in mind. I'll just say that you bring up because I'm like thinking about the Giovanni Chronicles game I played in. I'm like, my character did the same fucking thing, dude. This is like <laughs> payback for all the shit that players have done to me. <laughs> I'm like, like I'm gonna fuck everybody. with them. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, my yeah, concept yeah. is dickery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put it all. Oh, that's like that's it, dickery. <laughs> that's gonna be my concept, man. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, 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 man. It's like um, but that was a really well. I mean, Quinn, seriously, bro. Like, seriously, pat yourself on the back, man. Like, we did a poll on um Twitter, like I don't know, a few months ago. Like, what's your favorite game that we ran on here? And Victorian won, dude. So that that's really kudos, you know. My hipster art project, Ultimate Evil, got some love, you know what I mean? But Victorian was really popular, man. So, And there's no other Victorian games that you can really... There's one on YouTube that's in Spanish if you guys want to check it out. Check it out. I, I don't speak Spanish, so I've never been able to listen to it, you know what I mean? I've invited them to share on the media page, but they haven't, but go ahead. On the, on the subject of like Victorian games, um, just uh, drawing on my own experiences that... Uh, like I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to like get really into that that setting and everything because I've been, you know, you guys know I've been running Giovanni Chronicles um, for my own like local group, and it eventually yeah. gets to that point where it's in like the Victorian era, you know, it's in the eighteen late eighteen hundreds, and and there's a whole plot and they're in London and everything, so I'm gonna be able to draw heavy inspiration from Quinn's uh, game to try to, you know, um, bring. Victorian London to life for them. So I'm yeah. glad I got to experience that because I'm going to have to try and do that myself too. Well, I mean, and th that was the first time you played a vampire in, in any of our games too. Augustus was the first vampire, only vampire character you've played in our games until like Dread starts. So you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, then you took an interesting take on the, I thought your take on Gengar was awesome. And I know Slavic, man, he was fanboying it up that he got to fuck with satellite magic and all that shit. Because then Slavic's a little evil Eastern European. And I say that jokingly because we fuck with him and say he's Eastern European, even though he's not. Nothing against yeah, Eastern European. Central Europe. But 
Yeah, yeah, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it matters to him. Yeah, he, the Slavic secretly in his heart of hearts is one of those guys who will like fucking like like jerk off to like uh, level oh five and God. six rituals oh, no, of thaumaturgy. Mm. You're like Sedai magic. <laughs> I'm gonna play it. No, like so he got to fuck around Sedai magic, and the way he did it too. Like I really like the dichotomy that him and and um and is that the proper use of the term that 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 that. Uh, Emir and him, ha uh, Herschel had where, like, you know, yeah, Herschel's the guy who'll make contract. the steps, yeah, will mm -hmm. make a step to get power and or thinking he's gonna get power. And Amir's that guy, like, yes, yeah, it's like in the shadows, you know, no, no pun intended, but oh, yeah, in the shadows, like, a big part, like, uh, a big part of Amir's motivations was that his heart was stolen by his sire, right? And he had to sort of work to get it back. And a lot of power to have over another vampire. Sent yeah. to London and just give our uh, get our clan power. Mm. And uh, partly it was an advantage since I got relatively low generation. Uh, Amar was ninth generation, but it also meant uh, that if he sort of failed, uh, I would retire him. Like I wouldn't play him in any other diluted. I don't think I'll play him in the other diluted anyway because i just sort of sent him to egypt <laughs> again like, they, they, they got shit going down here i'm going back to egypt where it's safe <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 exactly like he has he has the little vial with uh the potion he's like this should be enough I'm that's, that's good enough i don't need more yeah i'm done with uh, with Augie, I wanted to kind of try and play a new. It game. would be, would have been like the cherry on top, but you know, Herschel was Herschel, and he had to do what Herschel had to do. So uh, know, just <laughs> cut your losses. By the way, I do have to say, what and if we do this again, there's definitely going to be a, a there's going to be a consequence for saying, "Hang on, those guys who were part of groups, we don't they kind of have a thing against Tremere, and the Tremere didn't come back." Hmm. I kind of wanted yeah. to play a character concept in that game that was like the the uh, sly businessman who was like the predator among all the other, you know, uh, the nobility. And so, and also kind of the de-evolution of that character into something more monstrous. So that's why I went with the concept. You were talking about how like, oh, it was really interesting playing a gang girl in that way. I didn't want to play like a typical like, oh, I live out in the woods kind of thing. Maybe he'll turn into that. And that's kind of the direction I do want to turn him into eventually. But it's like he's clinging to, you know, this power and he's slowly going to realize, like, it's meaningless. And so the the way I was trying to play the character was um, just this guy who uh, who's using his newfound powers to manipulate mortals around him at first. And then realizing later on that it's like, but there's so much more out there that's so much worse. And is this really worth it, you know? And yeah. I felt that tied really well in with how Quinn was running the story. Like, I didn't intend for that, and it, I think it worked really well. Oh, I think it did too, man. I think Augie, I, yeah, I think Augie and, uh, and, um, uh, and I kept fucking forget what was Mitch's character's name? God damn it. Lord Pelham. Pelham. All his first names. Yeah. And this is, and since Mitch isn't here, I want to, I want to say something that I've heard from uh, uh, quite a bit of people is that, the, the 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 vocal ranges that that like mitch does for his fucking characters you know what i mean like how he tries to like make each character of his which i suck at but like he tries to make each character of his sound uniquely fucking different dude you know what i mean and the way he did that with pelham 
because Mitch was fucking like shout by out to far. all the guys with all the voices, Slavic with his yeah. uh core yeah. accent. That's good. Oh my god, we'll Love talk it. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not delve into that shit quite yet. But with the voices, um, it's good stuff. Yeah, Mitch was just super excited about the game because he's a he he loves the 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 steampunk slash whatever Victorian slash you know even though it wasn't a steampunk game but you know what I mean he loves the the aesthetic of the game I guess you know which is which was pretty awesome so good job Quinn hopefully we will see another arc of that here soon we got nothing but time you know what I mean like like we got plenty of years I think of this shit ahead of us dude so hopefully. this is hopefully oh, don't say hopefully motherfucker we're supposed to talk oh, about yeah, like it's a known fact I mean. There is I no mean, escape awesome. from the games. No yeah. escape. We 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 never we didn't get our Starbucks fucking cold brew sponsorship by saying maybe we'll be, we told them we'd have like ten years of this dude. Like, <laughs> 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 this is brought to you by fucking cold brew coffee. Hold <laughs> on. Like I don't need a White Wolf sponsorship. I need a cold brew sponsorship, motherfucker. No, but um. Again, I feel the need to point out that there are other companies making coffee. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. We will accept any sponsorship from any cold brew company, even if it's like you at home just buying Starbucks cold brew and putting it in a bottle and then shipping to us. We'll, we'll take that too, man. You know. So that, uh, yeah. So let let's jump into the third game that we wrapped up in this year, uh that holy shit was 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 this a fucking roller coaster and a half man was wars on fire uh the sabat game like uh i don't even know where to start with this fucking game okay I'll, i know where to start with this game so little secret i was getting burnt out of twisties by night uh in the second arc um not like anything detriment on the players or anything like that it was just like you know you run the same game over and over and over again and you have like this beginning middle end idea of it uh you you it's really hard to see that light at the end of the tunnel and you find yourself like very like you're afraid you're gonna start diverting from like the story that you had in mind just because you're in the motions and so i wanted to take a break from it for a little bit originally and uh and Slavic, I just read the the guide to the Sabbat, the revised guide to the Sabbat, and Slavic and I were talking about it, and we're just like, hey, let's just run like a quick two, three, four session Sabbat game. Everyone could crush shit, destroy shit, and then we can go back to Twin Cities by night, and that by that time you got it out of all your system, and you know what I mean. Then you can go back to it. And so originally, uh, Wars on Fire was just going to be a hack and slash game, and it was going to be like this unique thing where like, okay, you make mortal characters. And you're gonna randomly roll your clan, and 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 then you know be careful because your character might die. And I was like telling people that we had like these characters that were created in case someone's character died, and they could just jump in and to play it again. And I remember like being at that character creation session, showing up because I've been the first time we were gonna do it. I got sick as fuck, and I had to cancel it. I had like fucking the the whooping cough. So we came back to it, and these character concepts i was like what like these are very like articulately done character concepts for a fucking hack and slash game it was like you know i'm this old gruff world war ii 80 year old guy i'm this old grandma who's who's been like serving a shitty husband who beat her and who was an alcohol alcoholic and had kids that hate her and the one she loved got killed in the war oh by the way she hates that old man because he was in the same army unit her son was and then like i got this he was their officer, or he was his son's officer, actually. Yeah, so, non-commissioned yeah. officer. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then this eugenics fucking East Coast debutante guy, <laughs> and fucking like, 
well, uh, what was it? Uh, Coyote, like, I like, get the fuck out of here, like, Coyote, you know, like, I'm gonna play this wannabe Mexican revolutionary, you know what I mean? Who's like a dumbass, you know what I mean? And so, like, he wasn't dumb, he's just, oh, dude, he's street smart, not, <laughs> oh, and, and another shot out, murders. yeah. Yeah, yeah, just murders people, and and I want to, I want to, I want to give a shout out to Alex while while he he can't make it, man, and I, I mean, I'm just gonna say this like the the Alex was just like, and for those of you who don't know, Slavic Quinn and Alex never played Vampire the Masquerade, and I believe Quinn and Alex had never played a tabletop role playing game before, and I think Slavic, you said you had a couple times, or I'm not sure, but like these guys are completely new to this system. And look at the character range that Alex has had, dude. You know what I mean? Ophelia, the dude's first vampire character, first tabletop character. He's like, I'm gonna play a chick. But like, who? Like, you know, it's something that I still haven't tackled. And he did a killer job at it, dude. And he was, and 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 then gotta be like, your Malkavian for the next diluted. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Malkavian. I know, right? Jesus. And then he Malkavian. did Malkavian's uh, next diluted. <laughs> Oh man, two Malkavians. <laughs> we'll have fishes and hit each other with the fish. I can do the jester hat. Oh, and you can, yeah. and you can do the prankster. You wear the cone. <laughs> you wear the cone. <laughs> yeah, and so um, and then so, and then he he creates a character like Coyote, who's just a fucking scary ass character. But we're gonna delve into that later. So, anyways, well, originally he made the uh uh new TC Valentine character Valentine before he yeah. made that character. So. But yeah. like he has had some exceptional concepts. I've been like, man, this is good stuff. Just watching, just like his character concepts yeah. are really good. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Oh, or, or how he like? The, I just it's like the scale. Like, like I think maybe it was just the shock of having to play someone like Ophelia to like the shock of him playing someone like Coyote. And it's just like, wait a second, dude, you're like fucking freaking me out here, man. Can't and wait to see times... what he does with Valentine because that it, like seeing what he's done oh. with the other characters, like, it's oh, like man. oh. Oh, what is he gonna yeah. do with this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like something up his sleeve, like he's yeah. just gonna come around the corner and surprise everyone. Yeah, and then yeah. we got Richard. That was, you know, the moral oh, yeah. canvas for a time. Yeah. Oh man, like, <laughs> for a time. Yeah. Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was uh, we'll we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll cover into that like like like, uh, but but let me spit this out before we continue. Anyways, it was supposed to be a fucking hack and slash for like three or four sessions. Like for those of you when they got to Telekyu or the Sedite, that was gonna be it. It was just gonna be that, and it was gonna be done. But it ended up becoming more of this different game. And and one more thing about like Alex, like I knew shit was fucked up when I'm having this. <laughs> it's brought to you by beer, <laughs> like at Andrew's screen. Um. Uh, one thing that I like to bring up too is the fact that when um that scene, when I knew Alex wasn't fucking around with Coyote, where he was kicking that dude's head in, uh, in the alleyway. You guys remember that? Where like yep. you guys are in Warith, yep. and he's just like the dude's fucking the chick that he's getting a quickie, and just throws the dude against the wall, and starts kicking. I'm like, and I'm like, that's when I realized that Wars was gonna be a horror, like a fucked up game in a good way. And like when I'm like, okay, roll again, roll again, and I'm like, I'm like, why am I happy? Why don't I just say he does it and shut the fuck yeah. up? And I'm like making this. I need to make him roll. Just let yeah, him. Yeah, kill but, people. but it was this. But it was like this. This it made it like drawn out. Like you know, oh, you didn't. You know what I mean? Like the kicking of the head and all that. But eventually, Which we brought in pretty disgusting. Ahead. And yeah. it was a very visceral scene. That's like you're you're right. When I when I was listening to it, you know, I'm um, I've got my headphones in. I'm doing like some yard work, like, and I'm listening to this session, and I'm just like hearing this description, and I'm like, 
this is fucking twisted. This game's gonna be dark as fuck. Like that's when it hit me too. Like just as a listener, yeah. just listening to it, I was like, this is this is fucked up. I like this. This is really yeah, bad. Uh, for me, the, that was the moment too where it was like, this is gonna be definitely gonna be a much different uh, flavor than uh, Twin Cities by Night. Yeah, yeah. I knew, yeah. and not to get not not to get vulgar, but 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 there's a point of me bringing this up. But I knew, yeah, I I felt it too when. I'm, I'm just gonna come out and say it. the guy was having sex with a woman right when he went up to him and and when i when he, he said he pulled the dude off i described that the dude was still you know what i mean erect when he threw him against the wall i'm like why am i saying this like 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 i'm like i felt myself i was trying to make this scene like very like primal and fucked up you know what i mean it's hey, just like yeah what's that adam oh hey adam i can't see I, hey adam adam aka adam He's probably at work at Whole Foods yeah, right now. Like, like, yeah, he's on his lunch break. He's on his lunch break. Oh, okay, exactly. nice, nice. We're all Adam, saying we... things all at once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, haven't got, we haven't gotten a change in let yet, brother, but thank you for joining us. But, um, uh, yeah, so I knew at that scene, like, I just wanted to make it, like, this game very, like, like j- j- just show. But but the thing that about that game, and we experienced it recently in Changeling, and we experienced it in Twin Cities by Night 2 and, and, and other games of ours. There just comes a point in the game where all the players have figured out their characters. You know what I mean? Like, I think Slavic told me once, like, there's a character you create, and then there's the character you play. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think there's, like, a little um, a little growing period in between those two, the, you know what I mean, those two stances. And I think that the, the session where, like, it just clicked was the third session. And I think it was, yeah. the, and as as a storyteller, a lot of things happen in the third session and the fourth se- session. But a we introduced Richard, and we're going to get to that. But one thing that uh, that was that last hour in the third session. Oh, I guess we should get into introducing Richard because he was he was involved in that last hour. The, and then I'll talk about like critical points for all five characters in those third and fourth session that really I felt just like elevated the story. So we we end up having to bring in a new player. And we br- brought in uh, uh, Tillman. To, who's going to play Richard Port Tillman. We did the same thing we did with ultimate evil, which we'll do if we ever, uh, ever look for other players. Hey, we're looking for players. We send a questionnaire players, the potential players fill out the questionnaires. We all talk about it. You know what I mean? Cause it's a group decision. And then we pick someone not saying the people don't get picked or whatever, but it's just like, you know what I mean? We do that. We, Until we got picked. the person that we fit, feel fits with the rest of us the most, you know? Yeah, exactly. And so, Tillman got brought in, and those of you who don't know, Tillman's from Germany, and 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 English is a second language. And like, by the way, like, how many people in our group are not from America? We got Slavic Tillman, half of them, uh, like half of them. Yeah, we got one from Hobbitland. I mean, who has a Hobbit in their fucking group? We got a <laughs> Hobbit in our group, man. But um, uh, much love, Alex. But anyway, so Tillman like had been watching our stuff from like almost day one dude constantly like commenting on the videos which by the way if you watch our videos comment it makes us feel good we like you know what i mean and like but would comment and like get with us and talk to us about shit and he ended up playing in the game and this was the first online game that tillman had played in uh and um he ended up creating he created his character the same way that everyone else did he created a moral concept he did this moonshiner did this research and this i mean think about this you're from germany and you're like geez what's like the border of texas fucking and uh, uh of texas and war is like in 1942 you know what i mean so you gotta do a little research he does research makes yeah. his moonshiner and becomes a Van- venture anti-tribute and he gets thrown Which, into our group i just want to i just want to say that uh 
it's it's really admirable that he's able to make a character that fit into the setting so well being someone who it was like you're not really familiar with texas like i <laughs> i'm a texan you know and i couldn't have come up with the character concept that that was cool that was that cool for that time setting and in that area and everything i think that was really good yeah yeah he did he did an awesome job on that and so <laughs> till poor poor tillman so he rolls a high valdry score with of all fucking people coyote so Tillman has like a six in humanity, has been like living by like his character Richard has been living by himself in the desert. And I just want to I want to talk about like these critical scenes real quick before I like shut up. So the the end of the final the, the end of the third session. I don't think Joaquin, were you playing in that session? I think you had to like you didn't make it to that session, I right? Really, I made it halfway through, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um there was this creepy fucking scene where like Coyote and Richard go to like this like cedar creek and just like stalk this fucking home like 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 some burglars there's a fucking book written about it by someone about like these people who go and rob a house and just gets out of hand and people die and shit like that I forget the name. it's a very popular fucking books um someone who watched mentioned this book to me um but you know a game is fucked up like 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 one thing i can respect about alex in the middle i don't know if it's everyone caught that in the game i don't even know if it's in the session video there's a moment where he's like i gotta stop because like this is way too intense can you go to the other group do you guys remember that where alex is like yeah, like like in the middle fair. of all that like he's like i gotta like i gotta recuperate because he, he felt like he uh, it was a challenge dude but that's where i feel the game hit that was that scene with richard and coyote and like richard like holy shit like seeing that what the what a pack mate who he cares for going down that route and then richard realizing he had this moral kind of like uh high ground i guess that he had and then the scene with cora and mitch talking about her son's death while they're setting up this trap to catch a fat guy you know what i mean so they could feed off him you know what i mean and this talk that he had of like the world war ii trenches and cora's creepy ass fucking voice by the way kudos again to slavic for cora's voice like 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 I don't even I can't I I can't even describe like the eeriness like I get whenever you do that fucking voice, dude. You know what I so mean? Angry. Like, nah, yeah, Chris. That means I, think it's the implication. <laughs> I think it's the implication of like what she has at her disposal and like the alienness and otherness to her that like that makes the voice just so much more like creepy oh, because yeah. you like you can just imagine this this old lady in your mind who's just fucked up. Well, she's, she's been like reborn too you know what yeah. i mean like like literally reborn like a second lease of life you know what i mean we're like one of my favorites like, love it oh yeah dude like like definitely because shimizu can become very fucking stupid dude if not <laughs> yeah. done the right way you know what i mean because like pretty much everything that has been done with the shimizu has been done as a character and like just the brilliance of like having this old lady who was like treated like you know what i mean like just had a shitty fucking life who now is like happy that she has a second lease on life yeah exactly it's like you know the sabbat is is a cult it is yeah and you know so you have this person whose life was shit the entire time they've lived and you know suddenly something changes they join this whatever cult and you know they become the most devoted insanely zealous person ever oh yeah she and is... excuse my pun but she totally embraced the idea of that like religious cult yeah but yeah like, dude yeah 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 <laughs> and 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 then there was another final critical scene with jasper 
where like after that Valdry, after Richard like had that Valdry, and he botched his conscience roll, and when he was feeding off that guy that like was brought back from Cedar Creek, and he like was like like which by the way, man, dude, like the second arc of fucking war is not gonna be called Wars on Fire, but whatever I'm gonna call it, it's gonna be fucked up dude just with like the psychological fucking shit we're gonna delve into but just like this i think i felt that like jasper was like this i love the character i loved all the characters man but like i felt jasper was just like this i don't know man like something about jasper like first of all he's got that a little bit just a little bit of that herschel buckman not like the creepy rapey whatever vibe but he has like that fucking person that is not a good person vibe but there's times where you're like empathetic for him dude like i'm sitting as a storyteller i have never racist. been ep- empathetic for him at all i don't know no, about I, like no. I, I am thoroughly <laughs> freaked out by him he is a really messed up dude and i love it but i've never been empathetic i guess yeah i guess it's fucked up people would be like fucking chris is a racist asshole he's no i don't mean like i just felt like he like like jasper had this weird like like this weird fucking evolution they all did but like jasper's evolution was like there was a definite moment of doubt where he was like a doubting thomas you know what i mean like 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 just just fear and the way that he after he diablerized one of the banditos and when he had you know what i mean just that fear and like that i don't know that i'm gonna one thing i'm gonna say about the game is that the character development in that fucking game is by far in any vampire game i've ran the best character development period point blank ever dude that game went um that 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 game went from something that was just going to be something for me to give me a break from another game into like the longest running game we've ever ran you know what i mean to the most character driven vampire game i've ever ran to like exploring like shit like like i never thought i would fucking explore dude like like this is a game where where the original thing i was worried about as a storyteller was players were going to get their characters killed and get angry about to where like was sale became the biggest threat you know what i mean and people were worried about with sale i mean dude like oh, whenever man. some i mean like it it's was just threat. And, and there was so many like fucking scene like dude like like that fucking scene before you guys went over the ri- went over the hill on the beach and you guys had that waldry scene in the rain that was like so like what the fuck is that like i did not see that coming you know what i mean and i felt like with that game as a storyteller I also like I felt that like the confidence I had after Ultimate Evil that I felt I and, and when I knew that like that that wars wasn't just gonna you know what I mean at the moment where I knew I wanted to run it longer. Like I wasn't interrupt afraid Chris, interrupt yeah. him, interrupt him. If you need to yeah. interrupt him, Chris shut up, to ever. talk and he will continue you talking. Know him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Say something, Tillman. Interrupt him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop me. laughs> Rolling yeah, back exactly. like a conversation. You're, you're stop being talks. so polite, Tillman. Three hours. We're yeah. never stopping about this. And this is we know Chris. Got cold brew, cold brew coffee. Is why yeah, and he's got the up, coffee bro. in him. Like, don't. Yeah. Don't be yeah. dead yeah. before he finishes. So yeah. Andrew reminded me um, in YouTube chat. Craig pointed out that he uh, loves that Richard now in the end considers his clan weakness to be what's holding him back. And I just wanted to say. Um, I didn't plan for that in the beginning. Like I didn't know that Richard was going to end up as a Ventru, but I had the definite plan to give him the addiction flaw, which he doesn't have because then I just merged that into the Ventru weakness. So um, immediately Richard took a different turn than I would have 
would have planned for. And I think in the beginning, I, I was super nervous, obviously, and I struggled a bit with playing him. So I was just uh, tagging along for a bit and figuring things out. But then I really appreciated that um, Venture and Tit Review have, have this um, role of paladins in the suburb. I wanted to, well, follow that road and, um, well, give Richard his new purpose. And in fact, it fits quite well. And the backstory is said that Richard learned um, making moonshine from his father. So the implication is that Richard just does it because he's an alcoholic. But I guess, I mean, he could just buy alcohol in that case. So I think he mostly does it because it's the only purpose he has ever learned in life. And now that it was taken from him, so he needs something new. And he has these new, well, almost family members, like um, people that mean a lot to him through the Valdory. So he follows them and it really, really messes him up. Yeah, that tie to Coyote is... Yeah. It's pretty intense, the, and and you've I think didn't you get increased uh, Valdry ratings from the rest of them too? Like um, the second or mean? third time? I th I don't recall oh, yeah. exactly. I yes, of course. Like, um, I've it, really I know it was lower in them, but it went higher or something. I have the maximum rating for Coyote, like since day one. I now have also the maximum rating for Cora. Oh. And I think <laughs> Jasper is like on uh, nine out of ten, and um, yeah. So like you're just like seven out of ten. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was getting at. Is like your Valdery has like definitely increased for the rest. It's not just him now. It's everybody. No, of course not. Yeah, dude. Like like Richard. <sighs> Richard's such like a tragic fucking figure, dude. You know what I mean? Like at the end of that, the the whole prologue shit, like the peyote trip. Like Richard's the only person at the end of all that who was like, felt like, I don't know, man. Like uncertain. You know what I mean? Like weak. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh god. And it sucks to end the game on that note because you're like, fuck. I want to explore this. I want to find out more. You know what I mean? And but. I think fondness makes the heart grow, you know what I mean? And I think when we do touch on the Pale Riders story again, like all these players are going to have have had time to think about how their characters change. Because every single fucking character, every single fucking character in War is, is a deep fucking character, dude. There's no, in my opinion, no like um, shallow character whatsoever in that dude. You know what I mean? That game was there was so many times that dude. There was so many times of that game where like the majority of the legwork was done by the players. Vast majority of the legwork was done by the players. Where I all I simply had to do was provide a scene, set a scene, and I mean, dude, like so many of those fucking like so many of those fucking scenes. Uh. I'm just off the top of my head, like see that the 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 fucking Cora Mitch talk, the fucking the Jasper fucking derangement role, the fucking goddamn Richard and Coyote going on their own, the fucking damn the um, impromptu Valdery on the beach at the end the, there. That was a really powerful scene. Yeah. Yes, dude. The fucking talking with Mitch and a fucking old man, dude. The fucking Coyote getting angry that his two pack mates weren't like thought that these things that he, they saw in their visions were scarier than him. You know what I mean? The 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 I mean there's more. I mean there's tons more, you know what I mean? And 
it's just like fuck that game was so good and it you know i've heard a couple of people who watch your stuff and i totally can understand where they say oh, i'm not comfortable with warriors and i get that you know what i mean it's a <laughs> totally uncomfortable game but dude it, is it was so... a game about pushing boundaries and if that yeah. is how they felt then i think we succeeded so yeah <laughs> job, you yeah, guys. yeah y'all did great yeah. keep it up well i hope i can't wait to see more of it yeah i just sort of there's more like, to it it's more it's more than just a sabat game that's all i gotta say if you're hearing this and you haven't checked it out watch it because you like you will see some awesome character development and role playing you know what yeah. i mean so it was sort of you know uh, i think in the chronicles of darkness books on you know werewolf and stuff you have on vampire you have a game of personal horror uh, some and werewolf you have a game of savage horror whereas was savage horror yeah really. yeah 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 it was savage horror with a with a fucking drama backdrop oh, bro yeah. I mean, like, who who said it? I think it was Craig. It was a savage it. personal. <laughs> it was a savage personal. It was a fucked up family drama, dude. That's what I mean, like, like legitimately <laughs> fucked up family drama, man. And it was good. It was, like it was watching so... one of those like HBO shows. Oh yeah, yeah dude. Like, like I, I mean, I'm not one of those guys who's like my 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 game should be a TV show, but fucking a, dude. War should be an HBO show, dude. Like, like <laughs> if you're listening, like, and it's like, and you, you, it, it was just, and what what was best about it, it was not the plan of that game when it originally was started. That's why it's really special because that game was not supposed to be that. And then when I kind of realized the game, I just, and then one thing before we take our first break and 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 go on to to vanity. Was the Pale Riders tackle and kill fucking method for like every like I'm like gonna create this combat fucking thing and oh this this Teleku's gonna get tackle kill it shoot it I'm like oh <laughs> and it's yeah. it, it the combat slowly and that and, and that's why I realized with the ending my point and I was saying earlier was just like I wanted to make this complex ending and 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 Adam if you're still listening at work I like literally was like Adam does this sound stupid like if you're a player in this game Adam and I said okay Vidar says all this. Would you feel like you got robbed? And he's like, and and he, he's like, no, I wouldn't. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, okay, cool, because I didn't want to be like, ta-da! You guys be like, what? <laughs> like, fuck y'all, dude. And then I really like doing the peyote shit. The peyote shit was fun. So other than that, like that. <laughs> Chris that likes doing me. peyote. You heard it here first. Yeah, yeah fucking yeah. <laughs> Chris is a junkie. He loves hallucinating. Yeah. Loves peyote. That's oh yeah, they, out of Arizona. Sorry, that's it's, it's the rule when you come move to Arizona. You have to. You gotta do peyote. You gotta man. do Welcome to Arizona. Chris was just driving into Arizona, you know, and Quinn was just there waiting for him. <laughs> <laughs> Here, my brother, it's time to do peyote. I got, got an idea for a game. Do drugs. Pull a, um, what I don't remember which episode it was, but it was like one of the first, the first season of uh. uh Breaking Bad, you know, when he's out in the desert, like in that freaking like busted down, like <laughs> trying to make drugs and it's like filling up with gas and shit. And yeah. So you're saying that they need to make the you're saying that the Pale Riders need to make meth in their next like story arc? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> meth has like the, meth hasn't even been invented, has it? Like it's not even a thing yet. Uh, actually, the thing it, oh, yeah, it has. Yeah. Like, uh, well, the, we're going to like a use of World War Two, but a military. Oh. I okay, just well, Netflix I didn't know that. Documentary about that. Yeah, I just watched a you Netflix know, documentary. You my, know, my, my, my knowledge of drugs is like passing. So, like, yeah. Well, that's so good. I, I don't know if it was meth exactly, but amphetamines were used. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. 
And then, because I got to pee, and then we'll come back. We'll talk. We'll, Should we'll we do it like song. parts since we're live streaming? Maybe like have some people go, and we can continue talking. That kind yeah, of thing. continue talking. Yeah, I'll take point. You know? Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm people watch it again. They don't have to like <laughs> skip five minutes or something. When, yeah. we, when I get back, we'll start talking about vanity. So talk about meth if you want. We'll talk about meth. What a topic! So I was doing meth the other day, and oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. So one of the uh, one of the things that uh, I'm really excited for, like coming up, is uh, just like going back a little bit, just going for the potential of the second arc in uh, Diluted. One of the things I, I know I kind of teased at this. I had like an idea for what I wanted to do with the uh, guy that Augie Gould, and one of the things I want to try and and um, accomplish there is like i want like a like a rivalry of sorts like this guy is like angry at him for having done this but he still feels tied to him you know because of the blood bond and so like having this like this ghoul who um who was like deprived of like an honorable death for whatever reason he wanted to die or something like that you know and like working that into the story where this guy is like slowly trying to ruin augie's life because he just hates what he did to him you know I don't I don't want him to have like, you know, this like, oh, this is my slave or whatever. I want it to be like a, a, a conflicting relationship where it's just like he loves him, but he hates him and he's trying to ruin everything about him. You know what I mean? I like it. I like it. Yeah. You, 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 stop doing my job for me. <laughs> well, you know, I want I want to um No, go ahead. Can you keep doing my job for me? Honestly, I just <laughs> I want to I want to show uh, kind of jumping on the bandwagon of what we've been sort of developing and will be developing in some of the other stories, like in TCBN, is like ghouls and how they uh, how fucked up their life really is, you know. And okay. like I know we're going to be highlighting that a lot in the next TCBN arc, arc. I know, but I also I want to be able to bring that undiluted and show how even even in this era, like it's it's really you know something that's. Uh, it's a fucked up thing to do to a person. And I want this guy, even though I saved him, to just be miserable because of it. You know? Well, I do like it because I do know one of the things I do want to explore when, when the next arc is that for history buffs, is that in the year 1848, uh, I know Slavic mentioned this, that there were at the time there was a bunch of revolutions going on all around the across the continent of Europe in the, in the year. And so I want, one of the things I want to touch upon is just like, yeah, like the people just sort of like, yeah, we we listen to you for the government, but we're just like, I don't know if we really like how things are going right now. And 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 it's just especially because if you look into history, back because also at the same time in 1848 there was this uh, outbreak of cholera, so it was like disease mm -hmm. was rampant all across the state. And back then, obviously, the, like they're upset people who... because you know they're blaming the system and. Yeah, exactly, and quite honestly, like the they they like the government would eventually step in and say like, okay, we're gonna have to make some changes. Like back back then, most of the time, there's like disease run through the poor people. That's what happens. Yeah, I'm gonna go take a break now. Sweet. Well, uh, when when he gets back, well, I'll I'll start like talking about uh our next yeah. segment. I'm gonna go no. to it for a second. Just okay. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be by myself. Yes, uninterrupted cold brew <laughs> talk time. Then, like I'm gonna see the drop. The viewers drop down. <laughs> Zero. Like, um. So Sticking the next with, uh, 
Go ahead. Okay, Let's sticking with full arrest for a second. Um, the people on Discord will already know. I have started pretty much the same game with my local game group. And Chris was nice enough to share a lot of his notes with me. And, well, so far, not much has happened. I've gone through the introduction, and the players are currently planning to um, check out the Kentucky Club in Juarez and maybe confront uh, Trevor Moreno, the Anarch leader in there. But I think it's it will be interesting to see uh, how the game plays out with them. Mm. Interestingly, the uh, character concepts are quite similar to ours. Like we have the old uh, army vet, <laughs> in my case, a Nosferatu anti-tribu with um, one lame leg. Have two Simise women. One of them, Mexican, doesn't know English, at least not very well. The other one, um, a young American woman working originally for the military. <laughs> yes, the German R. Richtig. We got to hold the R. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, man. And then I have, and probably my favorite concept, I have a teenager boy Bruja who's just young enough to not be drafted for the military. And uh, I love him. Yeah, I look forward to like checking that out. And I look forward to hearing when you do the second session, man. I'm fucking hella stoked for that, dude. And I can't wait to check it out. Like, hear it, you know, more about it. Cause like, it's weird reading it. It's like, out of body reading about someone else running your fucking game that you ran you know what i mean it's like ooh, 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 and i'm like sitting there like i want to see like how it turns out with something else dude so i i i, I think that was awesome it was it was funny too and before we go on to vanity about the notes like i i do these notes but then i felt like like at the, maybe like the last third of that game i didn't need notes you know what i mean i didn't even need the notes about the final thing i had notes about the final thing but I didn't need them because I've like sat there and thought about it over and over and over again. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I got to get back to note taking for Twin Cities by Night. But okay, so we're going to jump in and talk about vanity. So, Adam, who is not with us today, who played Wayne Coleman and, um, and the Ultimate Evil, this dude loves to talk about Chronicles of Darkness games, man. He like, he like legitimately loves Chronicles of Darkness. He likes all white bullshit, but like, like he literally talks about these games a lot in a good way. <laughs> like, and Adam by far is perhaps, and you guys are all nice, but Adam is like by far the most polite fucking dude. Oh, yeah. In the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adam, Adam is, and I was, and I've been listening to uh, re-editing our podcast and listening to Ultimate Evil, where Adam, out of character, apologized to Andrew out of character for having his character maybe smoke weed in his jeep without asking in character if it was okay to smoke weed <laughs> yeah, in his jeep. Yeah, I was just jeep. like, what? Like, why are you apologizing? <laughs> He's such a nice dude, man. Super nice guy. But anyway, so he um was just like, I want to run Change the Lost. I want to run a game set in like 1990s, early 1990s, Fort Lauderdale. And I was like, all right, cool, man. You know what I mean? So when Diluted ended, we, we, he, we started running that game. And we're uh, we just finished the third session of it. We had that magical third session where I say everyone starts like like you know what I mean, clicking with their characters and everything like that. And 
it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a fun ride for me as a player because a I get to play again, which is nice. I get to rest and b it's a new system. You know what I mean? And yeah, we're all learning like new mechanics and like uh, just like a new whole like supernatural type. You know that's so different and and um has a whole different feel from any of the other types of uh, World of Darkness games, whether it's the classic games or the new games. Changeling is just so unique. I think Changeling is perhaps one of the most horrific One World of Darkness or Chronicles of Darkness games. It's fucking yeah. scary, dude. You're kidnapped by a fucking god who can do anything <laughs> they want to you, and then they're fucking trying, they're living in they fear. They twist your body and turn you into this, like, monster, and your soul is torn to shreds, and when you finally make it back and escape, you're living in this paranoid, like, state of existence, wondering if they're ever going to come back and take you, or if maybe they'd let you go, or did you really escape, and 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 you're just banded together with all these other people who are just as badly scarred. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a psychological it's horror. It's great. Yeah, and I feel like one thing that I'm I'm loving about the game is I feel that I just I mean, dude, I, I don't I don't I'm I say this not in a pretentious way, but I just feel like we're so comfortable playing with each other now. You know what I mean? In these different games that like we are not afraid to try like new concepts. You know what I mean? Does it make sense? You know, like yeah. be experimental with concepts in these games. You know, and so it's like not saying that our shit's high art. I'm not trying to fucking apply that. I'm just saying that like. You know, like like we have two dudes now who are playing females, which is a big challenge in role-playing games. You know what I mean? With doing it tastefully. Yeah, for some it is. I, for some it is, but you know what I mean? And, but they're two, but they're two. My point being I did is not that, whoa, whoa. I did not mean that in a pretentious way. Don't you guys yeah. start snickering? Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we are not pretentious in this group. I just want to keep maybe we are. Is that why we keep saying like we're not, we're not, but we are. I don't know no. about you, yeah. but I feel yeah. that my art has been so <laughs> <laughs> No, all I meant by that is that some people find the challenge of playing the opposite sex a little bit more difficult than others because they can't empathize empathize with them as well, and yeah. other people can better. It's just it's people are different, all... and your experiences make it easier for you to role play certain types of concepts. So, and you, can... I don't have a problem with role playing the character that I'm playing. Yeah, yeah, but, but like each of our four female characters. A have not been like negative stereotypes, and B have been individually each fucking different. And then it was like, oh, well, women are different. And I get that. What I'm saying though is a bunch of guys playing nerd games. You know what I mean? You would think the tendency would be four fucking dudes fucking up females and doing them in a horrible way. But instead, they're four very different characters who are very fucking unique in their own way, who are played very differently. You know what I mean? You have everything from. Yeah, and they're people, exactly, dude. And they're good fucking characters. Like, I am blown away by every character in our game. But, like, Andrew and 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 Tillman, like, your female characters are so totally polar opposite, dude. But it's not in a, like, a, I'm the good girl, I'm the bad girl. Like, not in those kind of ways. But it's like, like, like A, you, you play, I mean, and this isn't, like, an insult to Isabel, but you play a character who's obviously scared shitless, you know what I mean, who tries to cover it up with physical you know what i mean and, and gets like self-esteem from that but like dude like tillman the way you're playing fucking katrina like this meek female in a way with this like that that at the end of that last session where you said she started crying i did not see that coming as a player i was like oh 
You know what I mean? Like, I did not like, I thought you'd get angry and like argue with me. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm having fun with that changeling game. And Raymond's not Herschel Buckman. So don't you go there. I mean, maybe he's a dick. You know what I mean? But he's not a fucking Herschel Buckman at all. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I feel like I can, I'm, I, I'm really happy with that shit. And I feel like Adam is like killing it as a storyteller, dude. Like, he's getting wait. more. Yeah. He's great. I can't, I can't wait to kind of like delve more into the, uh, uh, the courts and how each one has like this like emotion tied to them and just kind of unleash the fury of the summer court upon Raymond thinking <laughs> oh, so and so I'm so scared as a player to like have Isabel shoot me out, dude. Cause I'm like, like, then I'm the whole time I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, calm down. The worst thing you could say, like, calm down. Don't tell me to calm down, you know, like, no, yeah. like, but one it's thing like, that I really like about us as a group is that we, especially in Changeling, don't really just rely on our uh, disciplines or our contracts or what's it? Whatever it's called. Yeah, it's not just about so the like powers. Our game through it. Like we could have walked up to this Charlie guy and like used Wayne Glory and like commanded him to follow us. Uh, yeah, yeah, that could have been a thing. Well, five yeah, second exactly. scene. Let's move on. Let's move <laughs> so, on. <laughs> and regarding Katrina, like that was another happy accident that she turned out to be the polar opposite, or at least in some ways, of Isabel. Um, Andrew and I actually chose very similar traits but made very different characters so we both have the um what's yeah, it I know called angelic were... looks uh, yeah. merit um the uh the one that makes you like super like beautiful or whatever it's it's like yeah. basically like they didn't they took out the appearance stat and gave you like this exactly. very take but yeah you 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 originally were sh- kind of like well Oh, you wanted to go for this this fairest, and I'm like, yeah, but we can we can both do it. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. Like, just make a character. It's fine. And yeah. I like how it turned out. I'm glad that we stuck to our guns and made our characters our way. And yeah, me too. They're different and and still able to show the merits of that that uh, the fairest. You know, we both are fairest. We both definitively are that. But at the same time, we're so different from each other. Well, yeah. I mean, and then like. Frank, dude, it's like like I didn't Frank. know I didn't I didn't I, to be honest with you I didn't I, I just was like how are we gonna I'm building up to the horror okay but you are though you're doing a good job seems cutesy and stuff but you know I've just counted it and once he gets angry he's just gonna oh. it's gonna be big like yeah, yeah yeah I can see like the tension slowly building yeah. with him there's like times where you're just like you know you're like oh. My fists will do worse than a gun. It's like, oh, it's like foreshadowing almost, you know? Like, yeah. You hear these things, these comments that Franks make, and, and you're like, he seems so nice, but like, there's this darkness in him that it's gonna yeah. come out. I love it. Well, that that's kind of what I wanted. Like, I was gonna bring up dealing with Frank was, and also a compliment to Adam, especially this last session. Like these little like these little like like re- reveals that Adam does in the most inconspicuous way about how. Fort Lauderdale isn't as fucking great as we're thinking it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the, yeah, that the, scene that, in this in the bayou where ooh, Tony Soprano, was, yeah, yeah, like that. Just the 
it leaving it to the imagination where none of us knew exactly what was happening but like he's describing how you hear the sound of crashing and like yelling that you can't quite make out and then like he comes back and he's just like chill and like yeah it's all right you know i just i had to explain some things to him you know it's like and you're what oh fuck exactly i was sitting there like what the fuck and then you're like wondering is he sincere to frank you know what i mean or is he like just molding frank as like this weapon you know what i mean yeah exactly like and there's like frank as like this tool you know yeah and then and then and then frank asks these very astute questions though you did you pick it up about frank like he'll like ask these like very like in very few words in that world of warcraft 2 peon voice ask like (laughs) like what did they do wrong you know what i mean like like and you're like get this sense that in frank's mind he's like putting this information here Putting this in, it's like a jigsaw puzzle. And I just hope that that Raymond's face isn't the picture that's being put together. It's like <laughs> you keep asking like these very like minute questions. And it's like, what kind of conclusion is he coming to in his mind? And don't tell me what he is, because I want to find out. Like if I have to find out the hard way, I'll find out the hard way. But like I don't think anyone really truly hates Raymond. You don't have to worry about yeah. that. Oh yeah, no, I we I think at least I clung to Raymond as a character because he was so active in session two. Like yeah, that, and um, I felt bad about that too, by the way. No, that wasn't really a problem. It gave us something to work with. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so more that that's um, why uh, Katrina is so uh, into Raymond because he seemed so very into their task. He's engaged. But, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, because Raymond, Raymond, like literally before like vanity happened in Fort Lauderdale, Raymond was like just an inconspicuous person and no pun intended was a gray man. Wasn't noticed, you know, didn't stand out for being bad. Didn't stand out for being good. The like, what do you call him? The shadow? What are they? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, 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 the seeming I am. But the thing that why Raymond is so active now is because he's scared. He's like fucking scared and he hates, I mean, I, I didn't, I don't know if anyone picked this up in the character, the, creation session but raymond was like sexually abused for like however long that he was gone there by these horrendous monsters you know what i mean after he fucking murdered his wife and was in the process of hiding her body in a fit of rage you know what i mean and so yeah. he has his, and, and his daughter he he lost track of her and so he has like all this like guilt and fucking sexual abuse harm ptsd shit and so that's why his anger comes out and that's why all this you know what i mean and that's why yeah, he's like know- in retrospect, make that makes sense that he he's more empathetic with uh, in that one scene where you were walking with uh, when you were walking with Isabel whenever she was telling you about like what mm-hmm. happened to her. Like that makes sense in retrospect that you know you were kind of empathetic with her. Like oh shit, I didn't realize like she experienced the exact same thing. You know she was yep. used all this time, and that's why she turned out the way she is. She just reacted differently. Yeah, and that's why he had one of Katrina like to talk to you it was a pussy move on his end too like he was scared but also like he understands that you know what i mean like an an, an intense male yeah can yeah an intense male could come across you know what i mean wrong to someone like that but that game dude he's killing it dude and what makes me happy adam's like we finally just got through the first day like like that means there's more of this you know what i mean is this like oh, and, yeah. so, and like the little hint about the drugs too you know what i mean and like 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 you see how weak a lot of these changelings are they're just weak they're like fucking weak torn tragic figures you know what i mean and then it makes me wonder is manny an asshole who's just taking advantage of it or is he like a sincere guy or whatever and i'm excited to find out man i legitimately am dude and this again is a reformation 
that I'm so fucking happy that like other people are running games now. And we're, we'll talk about this later on a little bit more, but I'm happy about that because it's like, A, it's a weight off my shoulders. And dude, it, it, like running fucking, what was I running there? Two games at once and then Twin Cities by night wrapping that up and knowing that, the, you know what I mean? Like that was just like, it just was a lot, dude, to handle, you know what I mean, at that time. So it's really cool now okay, that, Chris, like... We're going to need you to run three more games simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. We're going to recruit yeah, 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 yeah. more players. And, oh, uh, sponsor Starbucks has said we have at least uh, yeah. one gaming episode per day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so and we have to meet that, that quota. They need to be intertwined. You need to incorporate all the plots together. So... <laughs> <laughs> like if we call Like, like that's the question, yeah? Hmm. But anyway, yeah, so Vanity yeah. is a cool game. We obviously can't talk too much about it at the moment because it's only in this third session, but we're all having fun. And, dude, check that shit out, folks. Changing the Lost is a dope-ass game. And I can't wait till Adam gets done with Changing the Lost because I know he's going to run, like, Hunter or Demon or Geist or any of those Chronicles of Darkness games that he I don't think he'll run Demon. Like, so much. He talks about Demon a lot, but he's always yeah. like, no, I don't want to run Demon. I want to play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to see. Maybe it is. And there's going to be tons of games on this channel, which is awesome, because we all have these ideas behind the scene that we talk about. So, talk about new games that are going to be starting. Twin Cities by Night Dread is going to be starting up here and fucking next Sunday, dude. We're going to be playing Twin Cities by Night again, man. Holy shitballs. It's, yeah, it's been a fucking year, dude. And we are coming... Like, I am now, as a storyteller, taking all the shit I learned with Ultimate Evil and all the shit I learned playing in Dread. And or excuse me, Planet Diluted, all the shit I learned, fucking running wars, and the shit that I'm learning in fucking vanity, and I'm coming full circle back to like what started this all, man. You know what I mean? Like, like legitimately what started this all. And whew, man, am I excited. Not only do we have like fresh blood infused into the game with the addition of Andrew and his character, Lenny, and then uh with Mitch and his, his Tremere that he's throwing in there, um, but like you call him Mitch, even though it's not like, yeah, 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 okay. That, that's his a good name point. has become associated with like the yeah. character. Yeah, so we have two Adams in our group. We have Adam the Changeling Adam, whose last name starts with a C, and then we have Adam B, who's Mitch, who's Alexi, who's all this shit. But we just call him Mitch because it's like I got tired of in the Ultimate Evil going Adam B and Adam C. I say it in the yeah. intro of the podcast, you know what I mean? But just in passing, we call him Mitch because. It just sticks, I guess. You know what I mean? Funny story about Mitch. Mitch told me, Adam, whatever. Mitch told me that when he was thinking of the concept of Mitch the character, that he was he got caught at work practicing his voice. Like someone like overheard him sitting there being like, gruff old man. And all this shit. And they're like, what are you doing over there? He's like, uh, uh, uh sorry. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like hey, I talk to my cop all the time. Yeah. I did the, don't yeah. worry, I did the same thing when I was in elementary school. Same thing. <laughs> same thing. Yeah, there you go. But um, but uh, dread is gonna be exciting, man. Like, I just for those of you who don't know, it's like the middle point of the story, and just having this new blood pushed in and new characters like two Nosferatu and a Tremere, which are are are, are clans that haven't been played yet and haven't really been focused on NPC wise. I mean, um, uh, Jenna, the 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 Tremere NPC was kind of focused on a little bit, but I mean, you gotta think about we're we're coming to a game right now where like the sense of dread is being built up and i'm really fucking excited for it and what i hope to accomplish for it is i hope we take what we did with like war is and just like let it be 
even more character development than before. And so now, like, especially I'm excited to see, like, Joaquin and Slavic take, like, these two characters that were their first characters they ever played and now come also with the new perspectives that they've picked up, you know what I mean, through these other games and be, like, able to expand on stuff more. Because as a storyteller, I really didn't leave much room for character development in a lot of those games. Because, to be honest, the first negligence was kind of railroady, you know what I mean? And I would even say that, like, I would even say that that um, homecoming was somewhat railroady. You know what I mean? And so I just really want like a chance now. Of course, there's gonna be a plot. Of course, there's gonna be a story. But really, just dive into this shit. You know what I mean? And come back to this game that um that that is special to me. You know what I mean? And and I I I think that we're gonna do it. I think that we're gonna do it ju uh, justice. I really do. You know what I mean? And um the good thing is I don't feel pressure anymore with running these games. You know what I mean? Like like I don't like. I'm trying What's to make it to where you I... want is to feel like you have like some kind of like uh, obligation. Ob yeah, <laughs> obligation is exactly what I was going to say. It's like you have some kind of obligation that you have to fulfill or whatever. Just you're doing it for fun and yep. that's what matters. Yeah, and I, and I and I have that itch to run it like yeah, it's the right time because I'm excited to run it again. So really really excited for that. So that's going to start um next sunday so that's gonna be fucking awesome i'm so fucking excited it'll, i'm just like excited for for us for me as a player to go from jasper to go back to being kaita like wait <laughs> i have morals now yeah yeah going back to being this like character who's uh humane and and driven through uh just you know more how much humanity does jasper have left i know william has fairly low three or time i Sorry, oh, yes, I think he has five. So Ooh, not yeah. quite. Oh, that's actually that you have the same as William, I think. William <laughs> botched the role. Will, yeah, will, that was that, that was the thing. As a storyteller, <laughs> and I, I have to say this, I, and, and as a storyteller for Twin Cities by Night, I do have an apology to make to Joaquin and William because I don't. When I ran Twin Cities by Night. I was constantly nervous because like for those of you who don't know like this channel was not started like this game 20 cities by night was not started with the intent of it being like a quote-unquote actual play where like we were just going to share to everyone what originally we were recording our shit for and slavic and i were talking about this earlier today we were recording it to view it again so we could have a reference we had questions in game we actually almost did not record it because slavic and i couldn't figure something out in google hangouts oh, we yeah. said, Fuck it, and we just won't record it and we ended up like figuring it out but there came a point where like i was sharing it and i and 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 i'm not gonna fucking lie dude being a content creator you want people to see your shit and get feedback you know what i mean and you want to hear what they like about it i'm sorry for anyone who says oh i share our stuff and i don't care if i hear like positive things that's bullshit you know what i mean because there's a little dopamine hit you get when someone says hey i enjoy it and it feels good now there's taking that to the extreme and like you know what i mean like give me gratification and being pompous no it's not that at all but there's also nervousness when you first start doing that, that I, I felt the whole time through Twin Cities by Night, like the first two arcs, like, is this going to bomb? Is this going to like, is this kind of corny? Is this whatever? Is this whatever? And I, I felt that took away from me appreciating what some of the players put out on the table that now I am in pick, I've, I've recently picked up again, re-editing our podcast. For those of you who don't know, I went and re-edited our podcast to get rid of a lot of the side talk that happens um, to the, uh, uh, to see, um 
uh, uh, excuse me, get rid of like a lot of the side talk because we're at, like a lot of technical difficulties. The dice roll, you remember Dice Stream? Fucking horrible app. All this oh, shit yeah. that we did that would take up time, and I went and edited it out. But dude, when you listen to the podcast version, for those of you who've only listened to our video shit, I cannot stress enough, dude. Listen to the podcast version. Listen to the podcast because there's shit that you will not pick up that like I did not pick up when running it, dude. I never picked up the shit that that fucking Katow said sometimes under his breath or that like the, his reactions to other people's shit or the shit that like the Williams voice and the, and the, the way that like even Slavic like took what he did with like Cora and all these other characters, Michael, by the way, who like, Holy shit. The way that Slavic did Michael is fucking awesome too, but you never pick up that shit. You know what I mean? And, uh, and I've, I've noticed it now. So kudos to you guys. And I can't wait to come back to these characters and just like, like really appreciate, you know what I mean? What like, like I did, did with ultimate evil and war is, you know what I mean? As a storyteller and now not being so nervous and now being able to focus more on the story and all that stuff. So I'm super excited. I'm totally different storyteller now than I was then, you know what I mean? And, and I'm excited for that. So it's really awesome. I see, uh, Cool to see more Kindred Society. Yeah, more Kindred Society to get brought out and open. In case you guys didn't pick that up, dude, with the end of the second story arc, there's going to be uh, three Malkavians uh, now have went from a clan of one to three. Or oh, one to four. There's been some changes in a city that's there's been, been so some much changes stagnant in some for like the last yeah. two, three decades. Uh, fucking the Seneschal of, or no, excuse me, the Primogen of the fucking Venture clan now own a boon to fucking Katow and William. Um, there, there, there's tons of shit going on. The fucking Nosferatu now are starting to creep out, and you're going to see a whole different perspective of Twin Cities by night now. Because guess what? We have two Nosferatu players, and one who's le a legitimate Nosferatu who's there to find out information and shit like that. You're going to see more of the Tremere. You're going to obviously, you, you got a fucking insane character right now. You know what I mean? Who's like here in the primordial ocean and shit, dude. And um, it's it's like I'm telling you guys. And for those of you who don't know, War is on Fire is a tie-in to twin cities by night these are all telling the same story it's all getting to the same point you know what i mean and um before we continue on one final thing is i'm even and i think i'm pretty much sold on the fact that the fourth twin cities by night story arc is going to be a ghouls game it's going to be a ghouls fatal addiction game which will open up as more long, as long as you don't make me play coach olsen please god no. oh no 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 I no, no. i will make you go yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i made a concept that disgusted me absolutely oh, dude and i did not about make him with the intent to play him please that's, play. Why, I that's why you got to do what kaito did just make do make make your ghouls dogs just <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, no, 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 no. yeah so, like so much <laughs> less heartache so much what? less emotions just... what your dog went in there and mauled a dead oh, body in your oh, back come on. Yeah. <laughs> dead body yeah, 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 person yeah. come on this really <laughs> you know yeah pretty sure one could eat you but i think that i think i hold my head up with fucking pride that and I'm pretty hard on myself as a storyteller, dude. But I, I hold my head up with pride because I think that Twin Seas by Night is a personal horror vampire game, dude. You know what I mean? And I think that and I think that's what it is. And I'm I'm excited to get back to that. We'll so bring some more um, of that out in the next uh, Oh dude. Coach Olsen got our ways. Coach Olsen, Valentine's fucking BTK killer, fucking mm -hmm. goddamn ghoul, you know what I mean? Fucking um uh and I'm a horrible storyteller. I can't remember fucking Mitch's character's name, but um uh it's all like Norwegian. Warren. Warren. Yeah. Warren. Yeah. Warren's fucking like not being able to use auspex unless he does some like sensory deprivation, self torture shit. Like it's all like, 
going to be fucking fun and i and i'm really excited for you guys to 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 be able to see it so on another note talking about stories uh i I think you might want to take the helm uh andrew at the moment Oh, Mike the Bassist, dude, come on, bro. Thank you, Mike the Bassist. I appreciate that. But, dude, like, you're going to make me fucking feel awkward. For those of you who don't know, and uh, I, I don't even want to read that out loud, but Mike the Bassist, I saw what you said, and that that's really rad, but, like, and, and it feels good, but, like, I am, like, it, yeah, that's cool, dude, but I'm not going to read it out loud because I feel awkward. <laughs> you're so humble. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, just accept I, um, the praise. Say thank yeah. you. Move on. Chris thank is you. really bad about this, guys. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, I get fucking awkward, dude, which is weird, man. But then I'm always oh, like, funny. give my videos a thumbs up. You know what I mean? <laughs> thank fucking, you. It's like, it's a, yeah, thank you. Thank you, sir. It, it, that really means a lot to hear, and I, and I appreciate that. Um, you're so, talking Andrew. about the announcement that we're going to make. The announcement. We have a big announcement. Oh, yeah. Oh, should we do? We'll do your announcement, and then we'll do the contact winner, and then we'll talk some more after that. But contest winner. But what's your announcement, Andrew? Okay, so I'm going to be running a game on the channel. Uh, it's a Hunters Hunted Two game called Hunters Hunted Two Corruption, and we'll be playing as you can imagine. Hunters. The players will be uh, normal humans. Normal. I mean, they all have some kind of you know thing against vampires and and just kind of exploring the the more human side of things and a little bit less a little bit more lighthearted and less serious than some of the other games the the goal was to try to give a uh an outlet i know that the original intention with uh uh with war is to just to be a little bit more fun and and it developed into a really serious game so <laughs> just letting you guys go crazy with the concepts and uh just having a good time and uh so that's going to be running alongside the same time um, with uh, the other games. We're, instead of the two games at a time that we've been doing, we're going to be having three games, um, three a month going up. So look forward to that. First game is going to be on, oh, shoot, what date was that that we said? Is it late the 15th? April. Uh, is it late or middle April? I, well, it's either the 15th like or the 29th. I, I don't I think remember it was the exactly. 29th. Yeah, it'll be on our schedule on our Discord or, you know, or we'll put it on Twitter, but definitely, yeah, like in yeah. April is the character creation session. We'll do a character that. creation session, yeah. I'm I'm having the guys uh, who are playing, not everyone's going to be able to make it, obviously. Uh, some people can't commit to the time. That's fine. Um, everybody will be, I need I need everyone to give me like an, a name and a basic concept, and then we're going to get together for a character creation session and just like from scratch build characters from the ground up all together. And uh, I have like a method that I've done with my own group that works really well. And um, yeah, it'll be my first time running a game on YouTube. Not my first time running a game at all, but my first time running a game on YouTube. I've not done anything like that, like in the public eye. So I'm a little bit nervous about it, but we'll see. You know, you can't get drunk when you're writing the game, right? Just for the record. Oh, like, I, know, like uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could. I remember no, this thing game where I was drinking. <clears throat> We're gonna release that video actually. Oh, oh dude. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh dude. That's gonna be good. <laughs> we, we, we gotta keep we gotta keep that secret. You can't talk yeah, about yeah. that one. Can't talk about that one. Well, <laughs> no, but, um, okay, so with this one, um yeah, I look, trust me, I got this. I can drink and play a game if I want to. 
Okay, that's cool. And but Matt, for the record, I never knew that Andrew was drunk in those two Ultimate Evil sessions until like six months later. It was like, oh yeah, I was totally drunk. Like, get the fuck out of here, were you? And he's like, yeah, I was like drunk. I'm like, dude, I could not tell you were fucking drunk, man. So that was awesome. One thing I'm excited for Hunters Hunters Two Corruption is you plan, and you haven't told me, but you've kind of hinted that you plan to use like some legit Vampire the Masquerade canon in the DC area, right? Yeah, um, so I've been reading DC by night um, and kind of getting a feel for like what the canon says about the setting and everything. And like my um, initial idea was to use that setting without any knowledge of it at all. I'm like, I'll just do my own thing. But then I was like, you know what, maybe maybe it'll have some ideas and stuff. And what I had in mind is (laughs) Putin. (laughs) What I what I had in mind was uh, it fits within it just fine. So, you know, nice. We'll use I'll use the book as like a reference, but you know I'll make up shit if I need to. And and so yeah, if it's gonna be set in Washington D.C. and uh, you guys are gonna be playing mortals who are um our hunters and probably <laughs> psychotic. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm loving you. Kind of have to be crazy to be a normal mortal who like kills vampires you have yeah yeah and i don't want to say anything about the concepts because that's going to be covered in the character creation session but we have some interesting ones and for now it's tillman me mitch and adam playing and i think joaquin you're kind of like not sure yet he's joaquin is still deciding whether or not yeah he's on the fence if if you have the time and you want to join we'd be glad to have you yeah dude you can play a crazy guy we all know that We've all seen it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just... What do you mean? Uh, are you suggesting I've done some work? <laughs> if you want, I, I did say true faith is totally allowed. So. Oh my God. Oh. Just say it. Yeah. Watch it's this game. It's going to be that type of game. Ne- Bring in next Father Callahan. Ma- yeah. Next March. Yeah, Father Callahan. Woohoo. Salem's Lot. Uh, next March, we will be talking about this is the deepest game we ever ran with the most dramatic. You know, like it starts off. <laughs> we're going to be like, this is some high art Shakespearean lore. It's tragic figures. I'm like, yeah, right. You know, right now we're well, all. Well, you know, yeah. I I do want it's going to be somewhat serious. Obviously, yeah, you guys yeah, are, yeah, are yeah, expected yeah. to roll. I think it's going to be somewhat dark, at least. I think it's going to be like dark. I, I think we can. We are incapable of not making it dark. <laughs> That's for sure. Exactly. You guys. Y'all, y'all make everything fucked up. You're gonna Dude, come up, to, come to the table with all these freaking concepts that are so twisted. I'm gonna be like, what's the even point of my story if they provide me with this? <laughs> <laughs> y'all making me go to hell. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Um, before we announce the contest winners, uh, I want to talk about two other things that we start on the channel. Is one we and I totally forgot to bring these up was the Brian Diaries, which we're obviously doing here. That's something that like a podcast interview thing that we started where um and it's gonna continue to go on where um I'll interview a new content creator do, who deals with white wolf stuff and kind of like use it as them to explain to us certain aspects of like the scene. Uh we've done uh we've done one with Chaz where you talk from um Caffeinated Conquest. Uh, who he was talking about V5 because he did a test bed of V5 on their channel. We did one with Josh Heath where he's talking about the storyteller. Um, what they call that shit? The storytellers. Storytellers market. vault. Storytellers vault. And then uh, we had my buddy Brendan talking about horror in the world of darkness from Full Metal RPG. Uh, our really next one, episode, by the way, just if you guys haven't listened to it, go check it out. They're yeah, all Brendan, good. That one I, yeah. I really enjoyed. I'm gonna be on Full Metal RPG, dude. Fucking recording it next Saturday, man. We're, like I'm gonna be talking to those guys about horror and games and shit like that. So it's like a cross thing, which is gonna be fun. And then um, 
next in April, we'll be interviewing someone from the what's their official name? The ST Spira crew or the New York by night crew or the they, they're doing um New Orleans by night right now. I guess um, they go by Storyteller Spira. Um, yeah, Storyteller Spira about running games on Twitch, World of Darkness games on Twitch because it's a pretty unique that, perspective. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm going to be reaching out, and I hope he's listening, but to the gentleman who hosts that esoteric order of role players uh, about running duet games. Uh, and and uh, so I'll have to reach out to him still, but I haven't yet because that's still a few months. And then also I started one other thing too called the Brian Book Club. Oh, my God. And if you guys haven't picked up why we call shit Brian, I'm not going to fucking tell you, dude. If you haven't picked it up yet, it's not cool enough to know. And that <laughs> me being pretentious as fuck, dude. Um uh the gentleman gamer is going to be joining you for one of those right dude right i know right so here matthew i originally was, yeah yeah matthew talk i was originally just like fuck it okay so originally i was like i want to talk about like because actually i think it was brendan from full metal rpg who was like mentioned something like that in passing and and i was like well let me see what i can do and i did the first one on fuck dude i'm, I'm coming to a brain fart i forgot which one at first one i did oh wormwood by poppy z bright but my my premise was like take a book do a 10 15 20 minute video talk about a book a horror book and how it can if you read it you can get what influences you can get front to run world of darkness games and uh like i said did poppy z bryce wormwood i did brett easton ellison's ellis's um american psycho and i just recently did um alan moore's from hell and uh i put a thing on on i was like okay i was like and i talked to you guys about it i was like would it come across as me being like hey do shit for my channel assholes you know like i wanted to like ask other content creators i thought it would be cool to be like hey i like this book this is when this is how I'm inspired from it, and I was like, "How can I go about asking that without coming across as like looking like a retard?" So I, I made a post on Twitter, and fucking White Wolf retweeted it, and next thing I know, fucking like Matthew Dawkins, the gentleman gamer, is like, "I'd be interested," and he's like, "I'm like, what?" Like, oh, did not expect it to have that effect at all. So I like woke up one morning, and I'm like, "What the fuck's this shit?" Looking on my phone before I jumped in the shower to go to work, you Chris know, totally fanboyed out. He was yeah. just having a Fan point out, and and we actually Josh Heath recorded one that's going to be released on Saturday for uh, HP Lovecraft's Necromonicon short story collection, which is really awesome. Thank you, Josh. That one will be released on Saturday, and so yeah, check those out. That's something that we, oh he has it. Look at he's pulling it out. You're going to hell. He's pulling any oh shit. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. We have some HP Lovecraft fans, which is which is cool. So, all right, we had a contest on our Discord. By the way, visit our Discord. Shameless plug. Um, why is it a plug? We don't get anything for it, dude. That's the thing. That's like come to our Discord uh, so we could talk. Um, and we had this contest where we we're gonna uh, have people create um, non-player uh, characters. Non-player characters, yeah. And for Twin Cities by Night Dread, or just the Twin Cities by Night, I guess continuity, because there's gonna be more after Dread. And we officially have decided the winner is. Everyone, everyone who created an NPC that for this story we're gonna have in the game. So you guys are watching who have created an NPC and were awesome enough to do it. I just thought it was cool that you guys even took the time to, a to, to watch or listen to our our shit seriously, and B took the time to be like, hey, I want to add to that story. So I thought at first we were originally gonna roll a dice to randomly pick someone, and I'm like, you know what, dude? Like I love all these fucking concepts that I read, and yeah. I can utilize all of them. We so. really, we really enjoyed all of the different concepts that were presented, and there's just the diversity there, and how we there, there's so many different ways they can be integrated. So Chris is like, let's use them all. Okay, you're yeah, the one doing all the work, man. Go for it. Yeah, <laughs> but definitely. You didn't see that coming, did you, audience? 
Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Twist, twists what we do, you know. Um, <laughs> so what, 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 what do we have to look forward to in two thousand, uh, two thousand nine? Well, our next year, right? So dread, we have fucking hunters, hunters two, conspiracy, uh, uh, corruption. I almost called it conspiracy again. I made a thumbnail and put conspiracy instead of corruption when I originally made it. Uh, then we have um, uh, the Changeling Lost game and potentially, and I don't want to like, you know what I mean? Say anything, but potentially other games that are going to be ran this next year. Slavic's World of Darkness. I guess we'd call it Chronicles of Darkness, Dark Eras, Inferno game. Yeah, I guess gonna- you could call it that. Do you want us to tell us a little bit about just like a, a you know what I mean? The kind of like the well, theme real quick. The sort of basic teaser thing. Yeah. It's going to be set during the Hussite Wars, uh, during, I guess, one of the Crusades led against the Hussites. I'm not yet sure which time period I'll choose, and, you know, because there's obviously a lot of stuff happening during that time. So important to pick the right time and basically there'll be well i was thinking probably there'll be four players two of playing uh normal well normal they'll be playing mortal characters they'll be actually possessed by a demon each of them and the other two players will be playing the demons, you know, sort of like Wraith, and, you know, the demons will be able to bargain, they'll be able to bargain with the demons, the demons will be able to whisper in their ears, give them power, and take something in return, things like that, and really excited for it. Hell yeah. Interesting, okay. So, like, uh, like you said, with, like, Wraith, where there's two people playing the same character, sort of, but, like, different parts of them. Yep. Yep. Exactly. It's gonna be rad, man. I'm excited about that. And then after Dread, if Dread wraps up in this year, which I don't know, I don't want to call that shot yet. But if it does, the next story arc I'll be running is the next Ultimate Evil story, which I already have like fucking planned out in my head, which just drive me absolutely batshit bonkers, dude. That I got it like already all figured out, and this is like waiting to be ran. But you know what do they say? What well, we keep saying? What do you guys always tell me, man? Whenever I want to run like five games at once, like fondness makes the heart grow, whatever. Fucking just makes the heart grow fonder. There you yeah. go. That's all they keep telling me, and I'm like, okay, I'll wait. You know what I mean? But um, and then we'll probably have a third game, but I don't know what it is. But there's ideas that everyone's have had for third games. It's not like no one does have an idea. It's just we haven't figured out after Hunters Hunted Two what the fuck's gonna be ran after that. But we're gonna have like three games going at once so when we figure something like that out we'll let you guys know so um a couple more things before we wrap it up one thing that i'm happy about this year is podcast i've I, we we branched out into the podcast kind of I, I hate to say market but medium we went into the podcast medium and i'm really surprised how many new um viewers or listeners we've brought in because of us expanding to podcasts that was one thing that i constantly heard all the time when we we're just doing youtube hey do you have a podcast version I'm like no and then uh you know, like I ripped our shit and put it on podcast version without like really knowing how to edit shit. And then I went back and listened to it one day and I was like, oh my God, like I got to go edit this shit. So I, we did like new intros to our stuff and we've done like, um, uh, we've done stuff like that, you know? So, uh, uh, podcast thing is, is, is awesome. Our discord, whatever, Twitter, whatever. I'm tired. Like coffee's wearing off. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm ready to like start prepping for Twin Seas by Night Dread. You went so, from super chattery to like just like uh what uh whatever. <laughs> I need more cold brew, Starbucks. Sponsor, give me cold brew. 
Um, do you guys have anything to say about the year or the future year before we wrap up? I'll just go uh, left to right. Andrew, do you got any thoughts about our coming year or any, any thoughts in general before we wrap it up? I'm just excited about playing through in Dread and exploring the uh, concepts there with uh, with the ghouls and uh, just the new layers of horror we're going to unravel and running Hunters Hunter 2 game. You know, that'll be unique. I'm just, it's really cool to look forward to, you know? Awesome. What about you, Joaquin? Oh, damn. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, guys. <laughs> What were you saying? Okay, no, go ahead. no, I was just checking our uh, our schedule and was like, Dread is in one week? What? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm telling you, bro. We're oh, it's be just hitting you. We just said that a little yeah. while ago, and you're, it's just now hitting you. Hey, yeah. We are going to be playing Twin Seas by Night again. I'm so fucking stoked. But go ahead, Joaquin. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't worry. Dig out your character sheets for uh, William. Yeah. <laughs> I actually took a look at it right now, and I actually have four humanity, not five. It's even more monstrous. I blame you, Katow. You're the murderer. I, I just watched. <laughs> Coyote's like, hold my beer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and Jasper's like, please. Yeah. But... So what uh, about you, uh, Joaquin? So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to going back to the Twin Cities by now, just because it's a return to, to, return to our roots, so to speak. And then we just, you know, in to see like all the different stuff we're stuff we're going to explore, and then like maybe a diluted part two. Uh, maybe who knows? Dude, what's gonna we happen. could do that after Hunters Hunted, bro. I am so fucking ready. I am making a Melkavian that's not gonna suck, dude. And I'm gonna fucking try to not make it suck. So I'm I'm excited, man. So I keep thinking about it. But anyways, I'm rambling. But yes, please. All right. Uh, what about you, Mister Slavic? What, uh, any thoughts before we wrap up for the coming year or anything in general? Uh, well, you know, just we hope you keep enjoying your stuff, guys, and keep an eye out next month for a video, surprise video. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're talking about like in two weeks, but we weren't going to be like, we keep talking yeah, God, about it. That was so long ago, too. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Everyone's like, what are they talking about? It's mysterious. <laughs> it's spooky. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh what about you mr tillman well first uh since it's my first year in the group uh just want to say thank you <laughs> um i uh i have a local group as i mentioned earlier and i'm now the storyteller of this group was which wasn't the plan originally but Playing in this group definitely gave me the courage to try it out, actually pull through with it, and it's it's been going good. Um, so regarding uh, this group, um, yeah, I'm excited for Dread starting up again. Finally, something I can listen to again. But also, <laughs> I'm really excited for playing in um, Andrew's Undersunted game. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, dude, it's going to be rad. It's going to be rad. Uh, I just would like to finally say to Mitch and Adam and to Alex, we love you, brothers. Uh, unfortunately, you couldn't be here, but we are happy to have you guys in the group too and everything like that. And to everyone who um listens and watches to our stuff, seriously, it, it like just this 
it just blows my mind. And um, I, I got like fucking OCD with this shit. So I'm constantly going to be fucking trying to find new creative ways uh, to do shit, man. And just because this scratches a creative itch and I get to have friends and, uh, and, and it's a blast, dude. So hopefully one day we'll all meet in person. I know that I think Slavic and Alex may meet in person and Tillman may hypothetically go there. So all our European brothers are going to meet up and, 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 and put us to shame our American brothers. But, uh, you know, It'll be fun. Is New Zealand even Europe? It's not Europe, right? That's no, like it's, South it's, it's like a Pacific island. Yeah, it's like Pacific. I'm like Europe. Oceania. It's fucking Hobbit yeah. Town, man. Whatever, dude. <laughs> so, all right. Thank yeah, you for New Zealand's really far away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you for watching and listening, folks. I gotta whore myself out though. Please review, thumbs up, all that jazz. It helps. It helps. It helps. It helps. Uh, but I mean, we really don't get anything. Starbucks will will cut also, off. Also, if you group. haven't joined our Discord, come by. Join the yes. Discord. We're always on there chatting with people. At least somebody is. Uh, in the benefits of international cast. Yeah. yeah oh, exactly. There's always somebody on there to just chat and talk and and, and whatever. Dude, I, I forgot. I forgot one thing. We we didn't graduate. Uh, lost Sojourn for his new mod position. I was gonna ask someone to do the Star Wars Emperor theme. Yeah, yeah, watch it. Watch, watch out for that guy on Discord, man. The power, the power is deep in him. On that note, I'm going to go crash from my Starbucks and get yelled at my wife for being on here for too long. I told her this was only going to be an hour and we're at the two hour mark. So, uh, oh well, dude. All right, guys, thank you. Uh, I'm going to talk to my friends without you all watching, being nosy, and we'll talk to you guys later. Peace out. Peace.